1: Feels like work. Shooting the shit for two hours, drinking beer, and talking to you. What a wonderful experience. Can we not have the barf bucket near my mixing board? <laughs> 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 I think everybody can read the book. I knew you were going to use this book as an excuse to quit doing this show. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Bub, if you want, I can mail you the Bub Timer. Yeah, Newcastle. Especially in the can. Have you ever had it in the can? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not had it in the can. <laughs>
2: Notice how I closed my eyes, and I concentrated really hard.
1: Now, live from the Brewing Network
3: Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers. Craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is the session.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the session. I'm your host today, Justin Crosley. Good to be back in the studio after a fun week off at HomebrewCon, the National Homebrewers Conference, is where we were. Well, where Bebo and I were, anyway. Everybody wondered where the hell everybody else was. I was like, they have lives now. It's just Bebo and I that don't. Cool. We had a great time. It was a good week out there. We had a good party. Our 14th anniversary party, uh, which was at Fett Music Hall. Um, I saw the little video of the uh, School of Rock Kids. The School of Rock Kids came and played. They rocked. Everyone loved it. Yeah. I will say this. It was a little awkward when they first came out. Uh Uh-oh. Well.
0: (sighs) They were good-looking, and everyone was like, I don't know what to do right (laughs) now.
1: Kind of that. Okay. All right. So, here's the thing. Like... It was years ago, five years ago. I don't know, not that long ago, uh, where the School of Rock kids played at our party in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and they just rocked. It was just awesome, right? Um, and so I didn't want to hire a band like for the whole party this time because it's not really that kind of crowd. We have other stuff to do. Right? This needed like a short one, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll just see see if these cool School of Rock kids are available again. And there was a local chapter. Sure. <laughs> but I feel like. The climate has changed a little bit, like men are a little more uncomfortable with how to act around anybody. Oh. <laughs> and so the they, they came out on stage and you know they're like <sighs> i don't know f- between 11 and 14 you know perfect yeah. and you know that one of the singers is like a young girl in like a skirt uh and i'm not saying anything provocative just a young and anyway You're being I, observative i can look i'm looking around me and i can tell that nobody knows what to do for a second they're like <laughs> And I'm now I'm feeling awkward. I'm oh, like, yeah. well, what did, did I did I choose the wrong crowd? Because yeah. it's ninety nine percent, you know, men. Although, let me add, I'm feeling like 97% men with children, and like, so I don't, I'm not saying anyone's a creeper, I'm saying they were concerned about looking like a creeper. Exactly. And That's so, a big worry. So, and the band started off, started off a little nervous, too. They were a little rough, like the first song. Yeah. Okay, so I'm like trying to lead the pack here. I'm like, cheer, <laughs> and I'm like, come on, guys, and okay, by song three, yeah. the kids are just rocking, okay, and everyone's rocking with them. Everyone yeah. like, like loosened up and was like, oh, it's okay to, to cheer and to it's, okay to, it's just, okay to be a guy in this room yeah. listening to great music. It's fine to
0: celebrate the rocking because it's in the name. If they didn't want us right. to cheer on rocking it wouldn't have the word rock in the name of the band, right? Yes. Okay, yes. Gotcha. I'm but
1: I, you. I'm telling you, I could feel it. It was palpable and they needed yeah. me to let them know it's okay. I'm guys, sure. we're not creeps like <laughs> yeah. by cheering I'm on sure. these, uh, these great musicians, right? Yeah. like these talented kids. Yeah,
0: well you had to take over because Epstein was gone. So you <laughs> had to step yeah. in and right. say, yeah. yeah. guys It's fine.
1: Trust
0: me. Everything's going to be fine. There's nothing wrong here. Do you think
3: that was their normal crowd? No.
1: Uh,
0: (laughs) I think their normal crowd
3: is like... Not
2: even close. Like their teachers and shit. Yeah,
1: I'm sure their normal crowd is like parents and stuff, but not like a bunch of beer-drinking dudes, you know. Yeah. Um, But everybody was cool and respectful, and then, like I said, by the third song in, they're like blowing everybody's mind. But at this point, now I've got everybody coming up to me going you made the best decision ever. This band is great. I've never been so entertained. They're so talented. Like, And that went, they only played for like an hour and that went on for the next hour. But I was so relieved because I was like, is everyone so nervous about how to act around people well, now? Sure that yeah. was,
4: was that not in your own head? Were you having <laughs> those, like, is that? Your own voice, Bebo.
1: like Bebo.
2: Absolutely not. No, it yeah. was yeah. uncomfortable. Like again, it they started palpable. off a little bad—not bad, but it was—it wow. was a little painful. Judge and that shut up. Yeah. It was—it's true. <laughs> but then they got really good, and still people were kind of like.
4: Yeah. See, we
2: had. I don't know what we, to do with my hands.
4: We had. That's weird. Wow. We, yeah. we, had school, yeah. we had the school of rock kids for one of our anniversary parties at the down there on five six three second street. Yeah. And um, and it rocked. It was amazing. People had a great time. In fact, I think the cops came because they were outside in the like our beer garden, which is in the alleyway there. And uh, it was you know full lap. Cops showed up. Everybody had a great time.
1: Yeah. Nobody felt weird. See, and that's how it was the last time they played. But I'm the telling you the
4: neighbors just called the co- somebody said hey, it is too loud so they you know you know a guy came by and that was it.
1: I'm telling you that that things have changed in 6 years. Yeah, but
4: what is I'm just trying to understand that you can't clap your hands to You
1: can somebody singing. and and everyone was fine with that but I'm I just think that the 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 climate is a little more sensitive now and people don't know what to do. They don't want to be too creepy they, or are they mm-hmm. creepy if they're cheering? So it wasn't until, like I said, like the, the band warmed up and they were really rocking. And then I kind of was like exuberantly cheering them on. Like, Oh mm-hmm. my God, I'm loving this. So you, <laughs> right, exactly. like, you were the oh, creepy. that everyone was you do were it. raising the
3: creepy bar. So that way everyone's just like, <laughs> yeah. well, we're at least not as creepy as Justin is right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I made them feel comfortable. Right. Basically. Yeah, you you right. Were I, like I
0: like that about you.
3: Uh,
1: right. Yeah. But, be- bev I, t- I know see, and you 're not even supposed this is what i mean you 're not even supposed to talk about this you 're not supposed to mention that that middle aged men felt uncomfortable with like kids females performing to them, but they did, I know they did, and they felt that way just because they they just didn 't know it was okay yet to just have fun and was relax it just typical
4: yeah. like awkward beer festival folk yes that you sometimes see.
1: Yeah, but that's not what but was happening.
2: But that's not what it was. Right. He's absolutely right. I it want was, to see
0: the video. It <laughs> was a and we're going to the video. And show. also, and I feel like problem- I'm
2: allowed to say the the lead the the girl the main singer, she was like 16. She was not 14 and she was cute.
1: And so I just think people felt awkward. Uh, okay. and, I, and the fa- listen, the fact that even this conversation is uncomfortable to you is my point. Like, I'm not if uncomfortable you're, at if, all. If, if, <laughs> I'm talking to I our was, listeners oh, right was, now. I
4: was, I was uncomfortable for a moment, then I got into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: His like cheeks the are still blushed yeah. right now. <laughs> I'm telling you that some of our listeners are uncomfortable right now, and I can sense it a little bit in here. And this is my point. It's people are uncomfortable even talking about this stuff now. And I'm just like, why? Like This is part of the problem that nobody communicates anymore. Anyhow. It wasn't that big of a deal. It took three songs, but I'm telling you, for three very long songs, oh. I was like, fuck, what did I do? Like, I That's ruined awesome. I ruined this party. Everyone's going to stand here awkwardly all night long. This,
0: our next song is the theme to Lolita, and it goes like this, and a one, yeah. and a two, and a one, two, three. Yeah,
1: exactly. But what about
4: the parents that are letting their daughter dress like that? Uh, <laughs> How do
0: ankles in public?
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah where's your veil? Yeah,
0: fet hall, more like fed up hall
1: so it turned out great in the end everyone ended up saying it's one of the best parties we've ever had uh we drank them out of house and home they had boy like we were down to blue moon and i don't know what they were like they're like i don't halfway through they're like we're out of beer whoa and i was like well who the fuck did that right you know you guys didn't order more beer uh they're like well just it is what it is what do you want to do and i was like well well, where's all the beer that you took off tap to put my beer on tap? Mm-hmm. Well, that's here. Do you want us to do that? <laughs> well, fuck yeah! <laughs> right. It's two hours into a four-hour party, and I'm going to go tell these people we're out of beer. I'd rather yeah. drink Blue Moon than water. Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. So luckily, there's a few craft selections in there in whatever okay. they took off tap. Yeah. You Blue know, Moon. some some yeah. locals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then just they just that's went crap, through whatever right? else. Um, <laughs> so at the end, the guys, the owner, he's like, "Wow, so you guys drink." I was like, well, it was all you can drink. I kind of told you that.
0: Yeah. And it's it's a, a beer. (laughs) <laughs> These are beer people. Yeah,
1: yeah. They're beer people for sure. But it was just a great, great party. Everyone there was very cool. It was a lot of fun. Um, I think even Bebo might have had fun for the first time Whoa. in years.
2: I did have fun. Oh, I had yeah. a great time. Huh. I also drank rum. So was that?
1: Was, there was that. Uh, there was a party cool too. <laughs> so at the end of the. I rum. I drink rum. I'm by myself. <laughs> now, the only local experience we got to have, because you know how it goes, we're stuck at the conference the whole time. Oh, yeah. Um cool experience. But the, when the party. Party was over. Oh uh, a couple of fans took us out for wieners. Okay, uh, they're not hot dogs. Uh, no, they're wieners. Okay, oh, wieners. wieners. They're oh, wieners. with an A they're and wieners. coffee milk. Wieners and coffee milk. Oh shit! Um, and, I had no idea. And wieners are basically hot dogs, no um, but they're oh. done like a special way. Like a, I think it's called like a all fo- the way, all the way, or four way. Oh, right. Four, all, it's not uh, called, first of all, it's in. not
2: called a four-way. Um, <laughs> Maybe it's I was like, you, would, you would we'll order four either. wieners all the way.
1: Four wieners all the way, and all the way means they just put like everything on it,
2: oh. and a mountain of onions,
1: and. Del- so it's like onions and ground beef type of thing? I think. I'm looking, at it, quite. I'm looking at it right
0: now. The traditional Weena is made uh, is a small, thin hot dog made of yep. beef, yep.
1: veal, yep. and pork. Okay, that sounds Which about right. It tastes
0: different than a traditional beef hot dog stir- served in a steamed bun and topped with celery salt. Yes. Yellow mustard, yeah. chopped onions, and a seasoned meat sauce. Yeah. Hmm. That's it. The, That's it. The spices vary by vendor, but always include celery salt and commonly include cumin, paprika, chili powder, and allspice. It yeah. kind of sounds really gross. And
3: they
1: but crammed four into one. You would have loved it, JP. This, yeah. Just, well, first, first of all, the experience is like a local food, and then they were actually delicious.
2: And the guy, you sit down in the, the uh, the booth and then the guy behind the counter just yells at you
1: he's hollers at you how many <laughs> four
2: four all the way four all the way oh two halfway
0: two halfway four all the way got it <laughs> sounds great oh. apparently it was uh the rhode island product and preparation has evolved in the greek community oh there Providence, you go so you guys are welcome for the culinary experience of the islands
1: mm. you said
0: it was gross yeah, well, Sound look, good. I wasn't wrong either way.
1: Okay, it was delicious. Okay. But right. 30 minutes later, I was in trouble. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh. it went all the way. That's why they call it
2: all the way, baby. I was like, we have to go.
1: <laughs> Which I never do, right? I'm always like last man standing at these parties. So we we, we leave that place and we go to the bar next door. Uh, and the owner of the Wiener place takes us to the bar next door. I don't know why. He feels the need to bring us in. Owner of the wow, <laughs> And the people at this bar... Total fucking assholes. I wish I could remember the name because they were such assholes that I'd call them out on it. Just snobby, snobby. What's the name of this bar? Justine. Right. What was it called? Justine's. That's the name of the bar. Yeah. Fuck that place. Yeah. Don't go there. <laughs> just mean.
2: It's, it's also I'm, talking
1: like, about, I'm not talking about the customers. I'm talking about the staff. Just yeah. what
4: happened? They were, yeah.
1: just, they were just snotty. They, they, just, was, they sucked. They looked at us like we... Like, how like dare you, you... But it was half empty. <laughs> yeah. How dare you come in here right now. Uh, could barely be bothered to take my order. Uh, I don't know. I, The whole thing was just not nice. But... Uh, that's we, too bad. We ordered hmm. a drink. Typically, I don't care. I'll just... I'll, I'll deal with that, and I'll keep ordering more drinks. Yeah. I sat down at this table and I'm talking to the guy who I think one of the guys brought us for Weenus and uh, I just was like, Oh no! I don't know which where it's going to come out of me. Okay, but it's some uh, it's coming out somewhere. And you're talking
0: to the guy who, who, who throw up, who delivered this atrocity through, into your inner. Exactly. Energy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not no. Good. I don't say yeah. that, no.
1: This is me. This is my internal. No, place. I know. But I'm right. saying
0: like, but you're looking at the yes. man responsible
1: for it, and yeah. he's fucking yapping about something I can't listen anymore because
0: yeah. right. I'm feeling because I'm
1: like I'm like well, trying we, to.
0: We've been shut down a few times this month, but it's fine. It's okay. I'm assured yeah. by everybody that everything's fine. Yeah. We grease <laughs> right. the wheel. It's
1: Fine. And I'm just like that. Listen, and finally, I just. Half a beer full, Bevo. We're leaving. We got to go right now. He pulled poor Beverly. Wow. Oh
2: no! I asked to leave before we went to that bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, all. About I asked him. to go home with Chris Graham. I was like, "Can I leave? And like, I'm like, Can no. I catch his Uber?" And he was like, "No, you have to come with me." And I was like, "God
1: damn it!" Okay. <laughs> so, luckily for Bevo, I got sick because yeah. otherwise, I'm like, "No, it's two a.m. I got to do the whole th- no." Yeah. I was it was eleven fifteen. I don't know what. I'm out of here. Damn, dude. So and good way to end which end did it come out it didn't um didn't come out at all but i i just my my gut felt like it was going to explode for the next seven hours Um, you had had a scared to fart uh yeah Yeah. Yeah. and just or like more like a like you when you want to release gas (laughs) like the pressure yeah yeah. but i couldn't there was no pressure like the valve wasn't none of the valves were working
0: damn dude Need more vitamin B12. I yeah.
1: probably shouldn't have had four of them. <laughs> well, God. four all the way. But they yeah. put four in front of me, and I'm really polite when it comes to that one. Like locals are like, "Here, this is what we're having." Try our local. I'm like, yeah. okay. It's <laughs> a lot
0: like your Earth hot dog, <laughs> yeah. but different. Yeah,
1: but I feel bad like I can't not eat it. So, and they were they were tasty, but I knew right. it was not going to go well, yeah. um, and it didn't. Okay for the all, for the whole next day too. It still, really? yeah, it was, it was a while. Mm, it Took a while to get back to normal. Rough, <laughs> yeah. dude. Yeah. Rough. But a great, great time. Thank you to uh, to the people of Providence and all of the homebrewers who came to hang out with us. There were so many of you, and you are all so so cool to to be around. So thanks for supporting us. It was a very, 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 very expensive party, so I appreciate you buying tickets (laughs) and uh, keeping us from going broke on that thing. Hell yeah. Might be the last big one we do. Really? I can't, the stress of the the money, it kills me. Okay. It just kills me. Yeah. yeah, You know, they're expensive because we rent out the whole venue, and then people are like, how many, you know, when you do an event like this, they want to know how many people. Well, I never know how many fucking people. Like, sometimes 500 people, sometimes 1,000 people. Yeah. It just depends on where the party moves, right? And I just can't do it anymore. Like, I know I can sell 200 tickets, like, all day long. Sure. There's, we always have 200 fans. Yeah. So I think I'm just going to do, like, a Maybe small thing. Yeah. Like, a, I don't know if that's going to be, like, a dinner or, or I don't know what, or just a meet and greet. I don't know. But the whole... There's
0: I, plenty of, like, small... Well, next year it's in Nashville. There's <laughs> plenty of small clubs, right? There is. That you can do 200, 300.
1: Yeah, but here's my problem in Nashville. For the same reason you think it'd be a, a good year to do it... Yeah. Meaning everyone's going to go to Nashville, like yeah. that's going to be a very, I, I'm definitely a very be a popular yeah. homebrew yeah. con yeah. because it's in Nashville. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, there is plenty of shit to do on Saturday night in Nashville. Why exactly. come to our uh, Why come to our thing when you can go boot scoot go to Nashville? Yeah, right?
4: but how many days have they been there already? Mm.
1: One day, oh, two
4: yeah. days, Point
1: three, probably. Yeah, but there's an event at the conference itself every other day, except the Saturday that we have yeah. the party. Or just
4: tone it down, make it two hundred people like you said. Yeah. And then, you know, and people can't get in, and then people will talk about how they couldn't get in the school party
1: that you had. Yeah. yeah. I, I might do that. And make it early so that you can still then go out. Like, you know Yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: I have the Six venue to to for you, Justin. You do? Santa's Pub. Oh fuck. I forgot about <laughs> Santa's pub. Uh,
1: you have to have a BNA party. I'm
2: sorry, Santa's pub. Santa's pub.
1: It's in a it's in a double wide, triple wide. Oh my god! This Extra is what space. I told you about. Bito. Yes, of course it has to it's be in a triple Santa's. wide.
3: But the beer comes out of a fridge, residential fridge. Yes, yeah. So it'll be a bit different beer selection. And
1: I'm there's
0: karaoke. It. it looks pretty badass,
1: dude. It's yeah. amazing. All right, well, beef. We already you know who to call. <laughs> Book. Uh,
2: <laughs> Send an email.
1: Yeah, two hundred people.
3: They might Santa's not have pub. email. You might have to
4: use a terrestrial
2: Carry phone line. Yeah. Well, I feel
0: like you just write to the North Pole. You know you know Santa's address.
4: Oh, oh
1: yeah. yeah easy. Fine. It's cool. easy. Come on, guys. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Sounds we'll good. just maybe we'll just go there and say that's where we're going. Like why do, why oh, yeah. organize anything? And then if you, you know. I
0: don't know, it's a, it's also an anniversary party. It's a celebration, so you wanna
1: you know It is, but it kills just, me every yeah. year. It kills me. It's so stressful. Hmm. Every year I'm like, Are we gonna be bankrupt this month or not? It's crazy. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I mean, I, I think you're right. Maybe not the huge giant celebrations, but no. two, three hundred people, like you just said, it's easy enough for us to sell that yeah. many tickets, no. so there should be no stress with it.
3: Mm. And how expensive can it be to book a triple
1: triple one?
0: Right. <laughs> you never know. You could probably either, it's either you rent one or you buy one. I feel like <laughs> the, same the same price. Same it's price. probably <laughs> the same price. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again to everybody who came out. It was really, no, it, was, it was really a good time. Uh, uh, thanks also to our sponsor, More Beer. They're a sponsor of this program and every session that we do. And they were also a partner and sponsor of our BNA party. Uh, had a great time with Chris Graham out there. Chris Graham was, was, like, living his best life. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I think maybe his kids are, like, at that age now where he's he's okay when he goes away for the weekend. Where, his his where wife is okay when he goes well, away? Right. It's not quite like he's just finally getting out of the house and has to go crazy. It's yeah. not like that. He's, yeah. he's like somewhere in the middle where it's like, okay, I'm out of the house. It's cool. Don't have to go crazy. He's, have some fun. He's He's been going crazy for a long time. <laughs> has he?
4: Yeah, I, I ran into that guy uh, at GBF last year. He like snuck away after judging and like went to this pizza place. You know, it's upstairs. Nobody's there. Yeah. And I'm like sitting there like in my own little zone. No beer people. I'm having a good moment. And then I look and I hear like, hey, Sean. Like, hey, I was like, the fuck are you doing here? Like, and he yeah. does—he does not look good. He's like—he's like—he's been rolling pretty
1: hard. Okay, yeah. uh, so
4: I think he's been having a lot of fun.
1: Maybe that's what's <laughs> happening. I had a great time with him. Maybe that's it. He's like now my speed or something. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. all right, Chris. Uh, but thank you to he's More a good Beer. Dude. Go to morebeer.com and uh, give them some love as well. All right, on today's program, straight out of San Antonio, Texas, Weathered Souls Brewing Company is on the program with us, and we've got uh, Marcus is in studio. Uh, Marcus the Brewer and Terrence the Black, uh, both in <laughs> studio with us, because I believe, Marcus, you are Terrence's cousin?
5: Yes, we're first cousins. Yeah. Like
1: real cousin? Yes. Okay. We're just cousins. Well,
5: well, cousins. Not we're really cousins. We're yeah. real
1: cousins. Well, because Beardy said that you introduced him out there as your brother. You did no, say I didn't say that. No, oh, you totally said and death, that.
6: So <laughs> well, that's not what happened. Bebo's <laughs>
1: theory was it was like brother like brother, but I was like, that would work, except that he's your cousin. You can't introduce your cousin as brother, even if it's the slang brother.
6: I wouldn't say brother or brother. It's you would cousin.
1: You can't. You always say it's my cousin. Uh, yeah. Okay. First cousins.
0: First cousins. You believe guys' parents personally. I'm just going to say that right now. Over what? Over beardy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I walk in here and say that? Because you're crazy. You've misheard. That's all.
3: Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Cousin doesn't sound much like brother.
1: Maybe. <laughs> Maybe you were expecting to hear him say, oh, there we go. Well, I don't wear Maroon 5 shirts here, so that wasn't me. True. Which I thought you were going to wear so that we could help God. get to the bottom no, of this. No, it's dirty. It's dirty. It's dirty. We've yes. already had a conversation.
0: <laughs> I worked at the zoo the other day.
1: Okay. Oh. So you guys grew up together. Like, you're close yeah, cousins. Yes, yeah. You grew up here I on the West Coast. And- okay. All right. yeah, so oh the show's
5: going to be good. Rich stories.
1: Yeah. Oh. How long have you been out in Texas, then?
5: I've been there for six years now.
1: Okay. Yeah. What brought you to Texas?
5: Um, I used to work for Citibank, and I took a promotion for my job um, dealing with fraud management.
1: P- oh. Pull that microphone up for me we'll get it real close to oh. you. Whoops. The whole thing, though. Sorry. My fault. I'm a rookie at this. There you go. Okay. We got. So, I got yeah. you. I got you. So
5: I um, took a promotion uh, with my job when I was at Citibank and just ended up there.
1: Ended yeah. up there. Mm-hmm. Did you used to homebrew with Terrence too?
5: No, we me have, and Terrence have never brewed together. We've never
1: really? brewed
6: together, but we've exchanged recipes yes. back in the day. We would okay. text and message each uh-huh. other and try to figure out different things to tweak. Okay. And then he just you know, so, yeah, got good. You know,
5: Terrence started brewing a long time before I did. Sure. Um, and then when I was starting out, kind of used to hit him up, ask him questions, different stuff like that. And
1: okay. All so right. Went from there. Yeah. Terrence, are you envious of the he that he went the brewing career and, and you whatever? I don't even know what the fuck you do.
0: I don't. I don't even know what I do either. Um, are, you, are you envious that he left his past life behind, and started a new one in another state?
1: <laughs> right. right.
6: No, it's um, it's good. I've actually, I've often, I've often wondered what would happen if I went that direction, mm-hmm. and it would have been fun. Uh, but also, I'm kind of lazy and I don't want to like lift and carry stuff all the time. It's a lot so, of work. I'm good. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. For a
5: while I kind of like harassed him. Terrence, when, gonna, uh, start Terrence, yeah, when yeah. you start brewing again. Yeah, yeah. Start brewing again.
1: Yeah. And he's like, oh, I got, I got kids. That's right, I just had another one. That's brewing. And then another one. <laughs> yeah. And then another <laughs> nah. one. Nah. Nah. How many do you have now? Eight? I have three. Three? I have three, yeah. We... Feels like eight.
0: But he doesn't want to lift and carry anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> huh. Anything else. Right. Yeah. Really. All right. Well, we'll get back into this story uh, when we can. Let me get through a, a few announcements here. Announcements brought to you today by Drake's Brewing Company. You go to drinkdrakes.com and check them out. They've got three locations in the greater Bay-, Bay Area for you to check out. they got the Drake's Barrel House. I was just there uh, after an event at Sully's Place, as a matter of fact. Had a couple beers there. They've got Drake's Dealership, which is one of the coolest places to drink beer, awesome beer garden in Oakland. And then they got the barn up in Sacramento. So go check them out and thank them for supporting the Brewing Network all this time. Uh, all right, what do I have going on? It feels like all our events are behind us, but we do have the Hop Grenades 5th Anniversary Party right here at the Concord Hop Grenade. That's on July 28th. We've also got Fort Collins Hop Grenades' second anniversary party. That's on August 4th. I'm going to be at both of them. You should come join us. We've got great beer on tap and uh, some, some special stuff. In fact, we just brewed at Fieldwork this morning. Oh, wow. We did a collaboration beer for our 5th anniversary. Uh, we did an IPA because he wouldn't let me do a pale ale. What? Well, because we can't buy all the beer here, and he wants to sell it. <laughs> oh. So, uh, he's Alex's right. He also he also shot down a name I had, and came up with a much better one. Alex is a smart guy over there. So uh, we started out with, he's like, well, if you want to make it a like hazy, juicy pale ale. And I was like, no, no, I just want like a pale ale. He's like, then can we do like a... Like a like kind of standard IPA, you know. Then it can be clear, not like a seven percenter. I think it's like a six percenter, maybe six and a half. And so that's what we did, and it was smelling really good today.
4: What's the name? Uh, What's the name? He didn't. He wouldn't let you. Yeah, he use.
1: Road Rage IPA. Ha <laughs> The <laughs> I had come up with feels like ten. It's our fifth anniversary, and he wrote back. He's like. That sounds just a little too creepy cre- Creeper to me Yeah he Did like, just
3: have the School of Rock
1: Play at your Yeah, yeah. I, I, right. like, yeah. yeah. I Weinstein like, FDW Oh, no, I didn't think of that <laughs> Alright that's yeah. fine Alex
0: is also really horny I think <laughs> <laughs> Hey
1: And so we came up with He came up with Destructive devices Is Is a You know It's a hop grenade a grenade It's a destructive Plus I think he feels oh. like I'm a destructive human being Okay So um, That's what we have Okay Uh what do we put in there? We put in some Citra. We put in some some water. New, I would imagine
0: there's a fair amount of water in there. Yeah, Maybe some yeast,
1: some newish hop. What Maybe. the fuck was that called? I forget. Anyway, I just kind of stood around. Sambuca hops. Yeah, I just I was like, yeah, uh, you know, you know how these collaborations yes. go. Sully? There's nothing
4: that goes. It's just you know, you're there for the <laughs> beginning, and then you and then you turn to everybody. You know, the guys are actually brewing. You go like, you got this, and then you're off at the bar. Yeah,
1: yeah I yeah, did classic
4: collaboration.
1: Yeah. I did save the day once. Their hop back was about to overflow. You saved
4: the day, and I was Whoa. like, hey, he someone, went, hey is that right? someone should do something <laughs>
1: yeah. about that. And they're like, oh, cool. And they had to turn the lever, and I was like, there we go, best collaboration ever. Like, my work
4: is it. done here. I oh, actually yeah. actually
1: did a thing, one thing. So that was fun. So we're going to have our Fieldwork Anniversary beer on tap here. We did an anniversary blend with the Rare Barrel, which I tried last week. It's also awesome. We'll have bottles of that for sale. So come hang out with us. It's on July 28th here in Concord and on August 4th out there in Fort Collins, Colorado. All right. Do your Amazon shopping. Just click the Amazon link. If you don't see the Amazon link on our homepage, it's because you have uh, your ad blocker on. But if you do your shopping by clicking that, it's a great way to support us. Uh Also subscribe and join the b n Army Click the donate button for as little as two bucks a month you 're entered into more beer monthly donation giveaway, which is worth one a chance to win one hundred dollars to spend over at more beer and it 's just a great way to support us too. Get all these updates and more and other things on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Send your feedback to feedback at com. You can send your show ideas there, too, or send them over to Bevo at com. Always looking for your show ideas, whether that be professional brewers or homebrew topics you'd like covered. We like to hear all of it, so send that over to us. All right, Jip, we have a Twitter game today? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Reluctantly.
4: Yeah. yeah. Eh. It's not one of my better ones, but... Okay. okay.
1: Well, the Twitter game is brought to you today by Five Star Chemicals, a wonderful supporter of ours, and you can't make good beer without proper cleaning and sanitation, and Five Star Chemicals has your back. Go to FiveStarChemicals.com and check it out. All right. What do you got?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just bringing it down? Yeah. Bringing the energy down a <laughs> bit? <Yeah>. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, for those of you who don't know, Sully likes to cook. Sully's a big foodie. This, a big doesn't, this doesn't sound like a good Twitter game at all. <laughs> yeah, he's a big, cook he's a big uh, cooking man, um, and he's he's writing he's writing a cookbook. Oh, okay. Um, so he needs some recipe names for more classic dishes that he's making. So I want the Brewing Network uh, listeners to help Sully come up. Just name some of his dishes. It doesn't matter that you don't know what the dishes are. Right. Just throw out some names that you think would be you know appropriate for Sully. And the Brewing Food, network. yeah. And the Brewing Network and whatever. Just some fun names. Okay. You can even uh, volunteer the dish if you want to.
1: Okay. This yeah. sounds like a great game. <laughs> <laughs> so all these fans are going to be like, you're writing a book? Uh, yeah. yeah. No. It could
4: happen.
1: Depends
0: how good the names are. Yeah. I might have to change my whole plan here. <laughs> <laughs> so i was going to write a and d manual, but now... <laughs>
1: All right, let's do some feedback. Feedback's brought to you today by the Beer Law Center. You can go to BeerLawCenter.com, and uh, John can help you out like he helps me out. I got to hang out with John last week, and uh, he's a great guy to be around and, and an all-around excellent attorney. Go to BeerLawCenter.com. He can help you out as well. All right, Keith writes in. Uh, Hello, I am a homebrewer from Monterey, California, and recently received second place at the uh, National Homebrew Competition in the final round for Pale Ale. Woo! Ah, Good job, Keith. Nice. I was unable to be at HomebrewCon due to having already committed to a triathlon in Tahoe. Uh, but was able to live stream the award ceremony mere minutes after completing my race. So thanks to everyone at the Brewing Network for making that happen. You're welcome. It's always fun to stream those awards. We're really proud to get to do it every year, actually. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, He goes on to say, I'm a big fan of the Brewing Network and loved last year's episode of the session with NHC medal winners. So if you plan on doing another episode this year, I would love to be a part of it. I'm a quick two-hour drive away and have some bottles left to share. I don't think I was around for that. Last year. Seems like maybe you one of you guys that was, did. That huh. was with
2: veto and.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, because it. Why, did Doz win Club of the Year? Is that what happened? No. Oh. No, well, I think a bunch of local people won but They definitely so, took so, home some medals. Yeah. yeah.
0: Wow, someone liked it. That's cool.
1: I think we could do that again, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: Paul won a medal.
1: Paul Brown. Oh, and right. actually, yeah.
0: uh, one of the guys we just had on Dr. Homebrew won gold, I think, for Pale Ale or something like that.
1: Was that a Brewing oh. Network Club? Because no. we did have one Brewing Network gold medal. I saw that. Yeah, I remember. Really? that yeah. wasn't didn't was. him. Didn't okay.
2: this guy just say he won gold
0: for? No,
1: okay. silver. Oh, silver. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: so we definitely know two or three or four people.
1: A yeah. couple, two, three? A
0: couple, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, yeah. nine, <laughs> ten. Four by four.
1: Yeah. Alright, well write into us if we get a little if we get a few of you on, we could do that. We could do at least a segment or half sure. a show or a full show. I don't yeah. know. I like the idea. All right. Thanks, Keith. Jeff writes in what a blast! Uh, what a blast! Saturday night was. I assume he's talking about BNA fourteen.
0: <laughs> I went to the movies. It was yeah. a double feature: yeah. yeah. Spider Man and the Hulk. Yeah, and I loved it. Brought the kids.
4: It was
1: a whole
0: family evening. Your party. <laughs> I have pictures online. Come out? <laughs> Thank
4: you for writing. <laughs>
1: He says, despite going to many concerts, I think I may have witnessed my first actual, unplanned, non-rehearsed, crowd-inspired encore. Oh, wow. I will never forget the look on the singer's face, uh, assuring us that, no, actually, this is it. We really don't know any other songs. (laughs) But nice job reading the crowd, Justin, and demanding the encore, uh, as they were more than up to the task. I will see you next time, he says. And, yeah, they were super stoked to get the encore. The place, by then, was going absolutely bonkers for them. Everyone just screaming and um, it was cool. It was cool. He says P.S. Way to jinx the food truck though by talking about how unre- unreliable food trucks are Uh-oh. on a recent episode. Yeah, our food truck, mm. food truck bailed. Regardless, thanks for ordering the za. In case you didn't know, za is short for I'm a Douchebag. From Jeff. Food truck bailed? Food truck bailed, and Whoa. we ended up ordering a ton of pizza. I was like, we can't. Some of these people did not have time to go eat. They did not yeah. get the message that the food truck bailed. Like, we tried to put it on social media. Uh, so I was like, just order pizza. We got to, you know, have something here for people. But food
0: truck
2: would bail? I were oh, 30 right. pizzas, and we sold out of pizza. Yeah.
1: Damn. Mm. That's a problem. It, it was, it was food a, trucks. Yeah. Bailing. Yeah. It was the second person who had bailed us, I think. So. Wow. But I'm glad uh, that we got to take care of some of you, Jeff. So glad you had a good time. Thanks for coming. All right. Ryan writes in. It's always interesting when they start with, overall, I love the show.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, that's an edited uh, thing because there was some. he had some issue with a thing that I, I haven't forwarded to yet. Okay. Yeah, okay. so I just I took the, the feedback out of the, the issue email. And, okay. Yeah. Okay. Let me do that now.
1: Overall, I love the show, and in my opinion, Justin's interview style is superior to all of the other beer podcasts I listen to.
0: Sincerely, Justin. Wow, right.
1: I mean, fucking obviously, I am the best thing (laughs) to happen to beer interviews Uh, ever in the history of beer. Almost. You've always said that. That's right. And I stick to it. Stand by it. Uh, the brewers that come on your show always seem more relaxed, and I think that makes them more willing to give up juicy tidbits of brewing secrets that we all want. Also, JP Beardy and the rest of the crew always ask great questions that are super helpful when I'm trying to develop recipes or take notes on the brewing business in general. They're okay. <laughs> It's also nice to have generally unstructured unstructured interviews so we get to know the brewers a little better. And Teresa and Sully have been awesome hey. additions as co-hosts. Wow. Oh, See, that? Uh-huh. See that? Good feedback there. Yeah. All of these are reasons why I'm happy to be a monthly contributor to the Brewing Network. Thank you for doing that, Ryan. Appreciate it. But. <laughs> oh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wait a second. And I read this before the show, and now I'm super self-conscious about it. I want to preface this by saying the overall sound quality of your broadcast is great, Ooh. and everyone's voices always sound full and easy to understand. <laughs> on occasion, however, Uh-oh. there are times... I'm doing it right now. I can tell. See, I'm so self-conscious. There are times when Justin goes on a rant or <gasps> is in a hurry and when reading something. Occasionally when this happens, he starts to breathe really deep and quickly between sentences. And I don't know if this is due to the mic positioning, the EQ, or what, but every time he breathes in, it sounds like the air in my car is going to get sucked out through the speakers, and I'm going to suffocate in rush hour traffic. In other words, it's loud as fuck compared to everything else on the show. I understand that breathing is necessary. (laughs) And the the copious (laughs) amounts of audible suction doesn't happen on the show all the time. But when it does, I find myself having to turn the volume down considerably to balance it out. It's
2: like I just politely called you a mouth breather. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Yeah, yeah.
4: Did you go to broadcasting school or something? Did you, learn, did they, did you miss the breathing
1: part? Yeah. Right. Well, I know exactly what the, what the problem is. Your microphone's too good. There's two problems. That's
0: right. I only have the best equipment. I, yeah.
1: Well... It part. It's partly equipment-related, because we use a lot of compression, and yeah. I especially use double or triple on my microphone. And you don't really know have to know what that means, but in general, it helps things. Mm-hmm. But what it also does is take lower-volume sounds and increase them to the rest of your sound. So it essentially compresses everything to be at the same volume. So if I start breathing, when I do those breaths in, it's literally amplifying the breath, because the... The compressor thinks that that's what it's supposed to do. Just start breathing like this. <laughs> well, I have to now... Now I feel like... Because I get it when I'm ranting, I am yelling and I'm yeah. I'm close to the microphone like I'm supposed to be. Right. But now I'm gonna have to figure out. I'm gonna like back off of the microphone every yeah, time I yeah, take oh, a breath. Okay. like that! <laughs> I got a good view. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. difficult to do. And now that he, now that somebody has said it to me, it's gonna be hard to it's get out of to my. Never gonna leave, it's dude. It's gonna be hard to get out of my head. The Show just ended. Yeah. <laughs> you just ruined every. Yeah. Now my yep. head's gonna <laughs> explode. <laughs> yeah. I know now, and because now I can hear it when I do it too. Yeah. So, Ryan, you just fucked everything up for everybody. (laughs) Right. I'll see what I can do. I'll see if I can fix it. There you go. Maybe I'll lower the compression. I don't know. All right.
0: If he's the only one who's ever complained, maybe he has, like, super Bose headphones. He He has two mm. giant Bose speakers for headphones. Only he can hear them, maybe?
1: Maybe. Or maybe everyone else knows what a delicate flower I am about my broadcasting (laughs) prowess. and They're like, well, we'll just deal with this so he doesn't leave. Probably, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for the feedback, I guess, Ryan. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, All right. Ron writes in, I tried to use the general inquiry email several times, but it doesn't seem to work. The page freezes. Uh, That is odd. I do get emails from that, but I will will check. But he does say, I want to confirm that the BN is getting a cut when I purchase on the Amazon app. Because when I click the Amazon link in your homepage while using my iPhone or iPad, it automatically opens the Amazon app that I have installed does this mean the BN is getting its cut when I make those purchases?
0: Very brand-specific.
1: Yeah, mm. it does. Uh, yes, we are still getting it. As long, In fact, it uh, unless you've approved for it to open the app, it wouldn't open the app when you click links. But at some point in your life, you you approved that to happen. Yeah, and Ron. so that means we are getting it. Does, it is tracking it. But You're it then t- says, does that mean that the link to the BN is saved in the app so that every time I use it, the BN is receiving its cut. And no, that is not the case. It doesn't, like, live there forever. Yeah. Um, there's probably, like, a, a time period. A lot of times they'll do, like, 24 hours, and some some affiliate programs are in 48. I don't know what Amazon is, because so I never read the fine print. But no, you still got to click a link every time. Yeah, Ron. Um, but thank you for looking out for us, Ron. Okay. Steven writes in, Hey, BN, I'm a huge fan of the session, and as of recent, the Sour Hour. Why? Uh, huh. Yeah, yeah. Good, Weird Good question
0: <laughs> <Huh>.
1: <laughs> I hope you enjoyed HomebrewCon. It looked fun From all the social media I saw I know you don't know me, but I work for Miller Coors in Golden, Colorado. I work in fermentation, and the podcast helped me get through the night shift. I love listening. uh, You're all a great bunch to follow. I hope one day to catch a live show to play along with the Twitter game. I love all the back and forth you all have and how you're able to keep things fun and comical on the show. Keep up the good work, and I hope to hear more of you in the future. If you all ever want some insight as to what it's like on this side of the fence, macro, hit me up. From Stephen,
0: right. Stephen Golden from <laughs> <New York>. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: And this can't be a real name, Ian Titus. Is that a real name? Yeah. I usually don't do both names on the but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> at three four nine <laughs> Strawberry <laughs> Court, <laughs> yeah, yeah but right.
1: Ian Treating Titus. Ham. <laughs> I'm sitting here at a brewery in Seattle that has a brown ale called Blitz Fire Brown Ale. It's a good name. I asked the server if it's a smoked brown ale. He told me. He's unfamiliar with that term. What? <laughs> Fucking uh, hipsters, that is all. <laughs> Sincerely, Ian Titus. I feel like Ian Titus is a new character on this show. Uh, I'm going to start writing emails for him yeah, if he doesn't yeah, keep these coming, uh, but Ian, keep these coming. I like it. Right, yeah. Yeah. You know, I want to know all of your beer experiences in two sentences, like you're my kind of guest right now. Yeah. Ian Titus speaks.
0: Right.
4: Yeah.
1: And now a word from Ian Titus. I,
0: I just I just want to know the name of the beer. I just want to know the beer. I want
1: to know the beer. <laughs> to know
0: the beer. I'm trying to work in Ian
7: Smoke Titus' voice. Beer? Uh.
1: Yeah. I just like, we can all picture exactly what was happening. We can picture exactly who he was talking to when they said, I'm unfamiliar with that term. We've all had that, Mm -hmm. you know, even.
0: I would love to know if that server, if that was verbatim, right? because a server going, I am unfamiliar with that term to me is very sarcastic.
1: I and I see, wonder if yeah. the
0: server is just going, "Fucking shut up,
1: right, dude, you douchebag." Maybe you're the fucking hipster to right. that mm. server.
0: Yeah. Oh, is this a smoke beer? <laughs> going the back and writing the log. What an asshole this guy was. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it is fairly. I mean, it's pretty. Fair question.
0: I, yeah, right. But I, I think I don't know the 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 picture that I get in my head of the of the modern day beer server. Yeah. is that they're fucking tired of like what, what style beer? D- I don't know, dude. Everything is on the board.
1: <laughs> right. It's That's, all right. Yeah. yeah. We don't have to talk. Right. Just it's not. It's not part of my job description to talk with you at right. all.
0: It's even numbered. Just tell me a number. Don't ask me. Are you sure that's number nine?
1: Is this how your trading goes the 2 one a Sully nowadays? You just train your staff to be like, just read the fucking chalkboard.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there might be a little, like, looking over your shoulder when somebody asks a question. But no, no, we've been doing it for almost 20 years, so, you we know. We still answer questions. We're professionals. Questions. Of course we
1: do. Yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't
4: you, you have it, right? to, right, Marcus? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. See, yeah. I, mean, I don't know what's going on in your world, but, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah and Marcus no. is like, no, fuck no.
5: Yeah, I will I, literally never talk about a style. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah. I don't personally, but my bar staff should know how. Huh? There you Seriously. go, there you <laughs>
1: go. Right. All right, Ian Titus, send us more emails, please. <laughs> yeah. I like you.
5: Is this the new Angry Jamil?
1: Yeah. I oh, think yeah. So. He's
4: <laughs> got a great name.
1: It, that's what I'm saying. Mm, yeah. <laughs> a great name, great concise sentence. Ian Tinnitus. Yeah. And ended ended with, with that is all? Or that, you that, you yeah, read? ended with... Uh, Fucking hipsters. That is all. Yeah, so, yeah. That
4: needs to be the closing in every email. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we don't. We don't need to know too much about him, though. We have this idea <laughs> in our head. Right. Yeah. If we meet him, it's going to be like you know a fifteen-year-old kid somewhere or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't want to meet. You. I don't want you to With send me some novel able. next week about yeah. why you're d- no, not I don't. I don't care about you. No. But I like your two sentences and your name, and I I'm like and your name, and I like and I can relate to your take. That's what yeah. I, yeah. The more I know you, the less I will like you, yeah. Ian Titus. That is true, because you won't well, live up to it, right? He's, no, you know,
4: you just want like a you want a shirt that says "What would Ian Titus do?" Yes, you right, know, yeah, this
1: has we have to take this to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right now, Ian Titus is this mythical figure. Yeah, he's like
4: a god. He's he's a Mayan god with, like, giant eagle wings, and he's, like, like going around commenting. He's the
1: anti-hipster, anti-beer nerd beer god. Yeah, Just with two sentences and a name.
0: Yeah. He's one of those people that wears the the Facebook shirts where it's like, yes, I'm a welder. I have a disregard for stupid people. My grandma was born in August. Yes, she bought me this shirt. Yeah, like non-ironically wearing that around. He doesn't
4: belong to Facebook, though. Right. Right. No. How he, get he would not belong to
0: Facebook. Yeah. No, 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 Is
1: his email address an AOL.com account? Exactly. Most likely, yes. And he also always introduces himself with his full name. Exactly. It's never Ian. Mr. Ian Titus. I am Ian Titus. Yeah. Every time. He
4: never says goodbye. He says, that is all. He <laughs> just walks away. He just, doesn't even finish yeah. his beard. just sets it down. That is all. He's gone. He also doesn't Into say hello
0: hello is Ian I, Titus. I'm yeah. professional. Per, I am professional welder, Mr. Ian Titus. Yeah, that's my, that's yeah. my full name, Ian Titus.
1: Yeah. All right, keep it coming, Ian Titus.
0: <laughs> Don't send a picture. Don't do anything. <laughs> no.
4: Nothing. Keep it tight. No. Two dimensional. No. <laughs> keep it bright.
1: Don't ruin my life.
4: It's not even an emoji.
1: <laughs> it's nothing. I like that the best contribution we've had to the show in <laughs> so long is it's two so shitty <laughs> sentences from Ian <laughs> Titus.
4: <laughs> you sometimes need that to like you know evoke energy into the show. You're so.
1: right. You're right. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to be talking to Weathered Souls Brewing Company. Hang in there, it's a session, and we'll be right back.
8: Hey, motherfuckers, this is Doug
0: from Fucking Society. You're listening to the session on the Fucking Brewing Network. Fuck you.
1: All right, thanks for hanging out with us here on the session. We are broadcasting live from our studio in Concord, California at the Hop Grenade and hanging out with Weathered Souls Brewing Company out of San Antonio, Texas. We've got Marcus Baskerville in the studio with us. That's
4: a great name. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, that's...
1: It's very proper. It's yeah, very... Yeah, it is prestigious. He's
4: wearing a crown right now and a big robe. <laughs> yeah,
1: like what a difference in family. Like Terrence gets the name Terrence the Black. There's nothing prestigious <laughs> yeah. in the... And you get Marcus Baskerville. Oh, yeah, no. That's kind of weird. And
6: hey, What happened there? <laughs> well, my, obviously, my dad's name was
0: The Black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly. Really?
1: No. It <laughs>
0: it's like Gucci Mane. You're taking your dad's nickname.
1: <laughs> now, Marcus, uh, you're out in San Antonio now. Thank you. And how long has Weathered Souls been open?
5: So this year we're approaching three years in November.
1: Can I ask you about the name cuz weathered soul is how I feel. <laughs> I feel like it's about like you guys have have like been places and you're showing that tell me what it means yeah, to you.
5: Something like that. Um so I'm only 34, okay, but I've been in the like cell phone industry. I've been in the banking industry, and now the brewing industry. Right? I feel old. Um, also, my business, <laughs> and you own a brewery now, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, my business partner, uh, he's actually um, same situation, but pretty much it was um, his dad used to run milk trucks back in the day uh, okay. when they're back, you know. Whatever year it was, and so um, you know it was that kind of that thing where you've been through a lot and okay, been through the the run of things and so it is what it, it's, yeah, exactly, it's what I yeah, think actual it is weather soul
1: yeah okay and I like that you're owning it too right because everybody I'm not saying that it's not a. That it can't be looked at positively, like you've you know we've lived some life, like we know some shit, we've been through this, like it can be positive, but everyone's so worried about being overly positive, like oh we can't call it weathered souls, like that says like we're looking down on ourselves or something, but I didn't I didn't get that feeling, I just but I wanted to ask you because you're a young guy and I was like well shit because to me it means like man I've been through it. Mm-hmm. And that, but it means the same to you. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> okay. Why well, now I really like it. Mm-hmm. I dye my beard.
5: I'm not as young as I look. You do? <laughs> oh, really?
1: Uh, uh, real,
5: dude?
1: <laughs> did you? Yourself. Did you? Did you start doing that in time that nobody noticed? Because like, if I do that now, it's too fucking late. Everyone's I, like, Oh, look at yeah, this idiot. It was like
5: the middle and was starting to gray out. All the stress from the brewery, and then I have the kids <laughs> now. Okay. Uh, so it was
1: like. But you caught it fast. Yeah, exactly. I'm like,
5: all right. I'm going going out of town this weekend. I need to uh, brighten this up a bit.
1: You're smart. (laughs) You're smart. I got to make that decision about the top part eventually. I have not done that. Uh. I have embraced the gray.
4: And yeah. owning a brewery and getting gray, yeah, which is just
1: what happened. I mean, be- being a business owner, I mean, it's, just, it's stressful, right? And starting this thing out, like I got more gray. I think you know, starting the the hop grenade here than like it just happened fast.
6: Exactly.
1: You know,
3: I'm really curious. I'm going to let it happen, and I want to see if it's going to be a line, like it just right. one day it goes from blonde red to gray,
1: and you yeah. just get to see it grow out. You know what often happens <laughs> though is the streaks. Right, like it won't be a full line. You might end oh. up with two uh, uh, vertical lines. Yeah, probably with you. W- rather oh. than a horizontal change. <laughs> oh, that's not as cool. No, not yeah. at all.
0: Graying is usually patchy. I've
1: okay, noticed, yeah. mm-hmm.
0: at least with me. At least with handsome people.
3: I okay. was I, in fact, <laughs> so I have a chance for a line. Yeah,
0: well, that's why I know you're yeah. ugly. If you yeah. if you go all gray instantly, you're ugly. Yeah. Oh,
3: okay. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Or I just look wiser.
1: Sorry, Sully. No, okay. more I didn't go
0: gray immediately. I had the patch thing. I was cool. I was oh, handsome.
1: Oh. Now I'm not handsome. Of course. Sorry. <laughs> I'm over here in the corner if you need me.
0: <laughs> Being cool is awesome.
1: Yeah. I was just interviewing. Let's go to the gray guy.
3: <laughs> it's the chair.
1: I'm starting to observe this as well because I'm trying to figure out what to do myself, and I was just interviewing Mufasa at, yeah. at Homebrew okay. Oh, okay. He has two perfectly yeah, perfect... Perf- like, they're fake. He doesn't dying. dye them black, he dyes them gray. Yeah. Yeah. too perfect,
2: right? right. There's yeah. no way that
1: genetically he just has two perfectly cool gray stripes and nothing else. That's impossible. Mm-hmm. Right? But
2: he is that cool. Like, it pretty could pretty happen. Good,
5: uh, yeah. Our brewery has a pretty good working relationship with Mufasa. Okay. So he works for a, oh, he's a Texas out in San guy. Antonio, yeah. So he lives in Houston, but he works for a San Antonio based company, okay. uh, Taprite, and basically they uh, you know, do all the tap systems and stuff like that. So we actually have a working relationship with them where we're their um, kind of like their testing facility for stuff and, Oh, perfect. Yeah, and also, you know, when they want to uh, do shows and different things like that, though. Highlight our you know our tap system so
1: excellent. Well, go check out TapRight because they also did some giveaways with us while we were at HomebrewCon. So very we were, good people. Yeah, yeah, they were very nice. I was thankful for them to to do that. Uh, so. Tell me a little bit about the, the beer scene in San Antonio. Is it is it kind of young in terms of craft beer? Yeah,
5: it's still pretty new. So you figure San Antonio is the seventh largest city in the U.S., right?
1: I did not know that. Whoa. Okay. I
5: don't know if it still is, but at one time it was. It's so it's, it's in the top ten. Okay. But I want to say we have 14 breweries. Wow. And I want to say about three or four of those have opened in the last two, three years.
1: And then, so just Fort Collins, which is a town of 160,000 people has 27 breweries yeah, exactly.
5: in it, so, <laughs> so just uh,
1: as an aside, you know.
5: Yeah, and so um, it's kind of still emerging. Uh, there's still a few breweries that are in planning right now, a couple of that have just opened, but San Antonio's pretty much still trying to find its identity when it comes to craft beer.
1: Is it Lager Town? Yes. What's the builders and loggers? Mm-hmm. What's is, is Shiner the go-to there, like uh, in other parts? Or? Well,
5: San Antonio, their largest-selling beer is Dos Equis.
1: Dos Equis. Hmm. Yes. Okay.
5: So you figure it's a heavily populated Hispanic culture there. I see. And uh, yeah, so it's Dos Equis. So I'll, tra- uh, I'll take that. Yeah, and and Shiner is pretty big out there too. Okay. Um, so for craft brewers has been an upward battle to try to get this already implanted community to accept craft and yeah. start drinking something kind of out of their bubble.
1: Did that mean that you had to, and we have a couple loggers lagers in our glass now, but did that mean you had to start with some solid lagers?
5: Yes. So my, um, so I have, two business partners one's a silent partner and then the other one is the majority that's that i'm with in san antonio okay so out of all the beers that we have on tap um he doesn't bother me too much as far as what i produce but the one thing that i had to have on tap was a mexican lager
1: okay yeah so nice. we i like that yeah yeah it's has got a great mexican lager too yeah that's i love that show. style But which, which i can't why can't uh, i find that on the shelf right now uh, where are you looking? Am I going in the wrong spot? You might be looking in the wrong yeah. spot. i looking
0: yeah. in the size 12 shoe department. Well, I was, <laughs> yeah.
1: I was looking this weekend, and I found other 2NA beer. I thought, El Sully's not seasonal, is it? No, it's no, uh, That's what not. I thought. Yeah. Maybe it was just sold out everywhere I went. Maybe it was. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about your Mexican lager, but first, I already started on your American, okay. your American light lager, so I thought we might start with that. Yeah. Tell us about this beer.
5: Uh, 28% corn. Um. Vienna's, like a Vienna-based lager. Okay. And then I'm actually using uh White Labs high-pressure yeast. Hmm. So for that particular lager, it's from grain to glass within three weeks.
3: Wow. So you're actually fermenting it under pressure and you're yeah. using it
1: like it's supposed to be?
5: Exactly. Interesting. So,
1: <laughs> so explain that to me. How does that work? What, um, what's different?
5: So... Uh, say, for instance, our Mexican lager. I don't ferment under pressure, right? It's like uh, ferments at 55 degrees. I bump it up for a little rest and then drop it um, for lagering processes. Mm-hmm. This particular beer, I ferment at L temperatures. Um, I basically run uh, the pressure until it's pushing out of the release valve. Wow. And that sits for two weeks.
1: That sounds terrifying yeah. to me right now. What's the yeah.
5: pressure? Fifteen, or, yeah, you know. about fifteen psi. Um, so basically, I let that run, and then we crash for about a week, week and a half, depending on biofine. Okay, um, and then go that process. So,
1: so what's the so, pressure portion of this? Is it is the idea that the because there's pressure that that mimics the, the logger temps?
5: Yeah, it basically. It basically ferments the beer faster uh, clears it out a little bit faster it's like basically almost like cooking the beer i see Uh, yeah and so um i I was a little worried about it at first because uh per white labs it has heavy sulfur production Mm -hmm. Hmm. um but i've noticed that the higher pressure that you actually cook that beer the less actual sulfur production you get with it
1: interesting yeah Yeah, i'm not getting sulfur out of this yeah i'm getting a lot of malt sweetness Mm -hmm. um A little bit of a little fruity ester. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So we use American hops with
5: it. So we're gonna get a little fruity ester out of it. Um I try to be traditional, but not so traditional. Yeah, I got you. Stuff like that.
1: I think Uh, it's a good compromise. The the malt sweetness is just, it's like a nice corn malt sweetness, you know?
5: And at 28%, you're going to get some of that malt sweetness out of it.
1: It's good that it displayed itself as like a little malt sweetness instead of coming across as like DMS or like cornmeal or something. I'm not getting that out of it. Yeah.
0: No, it is. It is. Yeah. Fair. It's almost like some of the whiskeys we've been trying uh, worn on Heads and Tails, which is a great podcast on the oh, hmm. <laughs> tell me more about it. Um, <laughs> I can't, yeah, it would take too much too much time. Okay, um, but you know a lot of a lot of these distilleries are using like uh, heirloom corns cause to, to mm. get the corn kind of flavor, and it's definitely not yeah. not that where it's like a dry corn flavor. Okay, like you're saying, it's that sweeter, rounder yeah. kind of corn flavor that I, I think works really well in this Iron Road yeah.
3: Republic is the show you want to check out. Yeah, there you go. It talks about that? Okay. Yeah, it's
0: my encyclopedia. Yeah,
3: yeah. he's good. Beep, yeah. Boop,
0: Han Solo had a walking carpet. I got a walking carpet. That's also an encyclopedia. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> wow. What
5: What are the American hops? I'm having a stroke right uh, now. For this particular batch, we used glacier hops. Okay. okay. Yeah.
1: So just what single hop all the way through, yeah. too? Mm-hmm. Okay. Say Bittering also? Yeah. All right.
5: 60 minute, and for this one, 60 and 10.
1: Okay, are not dry hopping or anything. I'm
5: sorry, I no. missed it.
1: Glacier? glacier, glacier.
5: Wow. Okay, that's a that's a like a throwback. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Why that one? Was, tell me that it was just like available. <laughs>
5: it, was, <laughs> yeah, it was available and cheap. And yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you didn't need a lot of character it. out exactly. of it, right? Yeah, just love
1: it. a little subtle exactly. character. See, again, I'm liking your honesty because everything doesn't have to reinvent the wheel. It does the trick. Exactly, and it gave you a little hybrid. You know, it's an American lager anyway. So it doesn't have to be yeah. German, mm-hmm.
0: especially in this style—crisp, mm-hmm. clean. I remember the, 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 the hot profile. I haven't used it in forever, but it is very subdued and kind yeah, of just very crisp, yellow. clean, yeah. sharp. That's it. There's nothing to it. Yeah, um, and that lets a lot of that that malt character. <laughs> shine through
3: do you have to do a diacetyl rest since you're fermenting at ale temperatures already oh
5: so that's the good thing about the (laughs) yeah (laughs) there's no diacetyl rest so it's literally you're just fermenting two weeks at that logger at that ale temperature Mm -hmm. and then crashing from there
1: for for one more week you said because it's about a three week exactly turnaround yeah that's pretty good big seller for you this one
5: yeah so originally i did a 10 barrel batch of that so now i'm brewing about Forty barrels of it a month. Okay, wow, so not too nice. bad. Yeah,
1: what is your brew house? Ten barrel brew house. Uh, we have or? a twenty barrel brew house. I see. Yeah, how'd you? Do, you just did half a batch, back yeah, in, okay. pretty much, just because you didn't know what yeah. was going to happen. I have. Uh,
5: a... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. It was first recipe. Shit. Normally, like first recipes, I'll, I'll only do a ten barrel just in case. Like,
1: oh, I don't know, blame you, dude. I'm, the best, the I'm always, I'm always. Actually, I should call them out more often. I think brewers are full of shit sometimes when they come in here, and they're like, nah, we just did 100 barrels of it.
0: Yeah. One million uh,
4: barrels here. I don't know. Yeah, I bet you uh, did
1: something in between to check it, it out. Sometimes it happens that way.
4: Yeah. yeah I guess yeah. so. Yes, admit right. I mean, there's a secret, though. If it doesn't go right, what you do is you dry hop it and change the name. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah sure. You just <laughs> call <laughs> it yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, like, we just brewed, I think it was on a 100-barrel system or something when we brewed with Firestone? eighty-five. Okay, on their 85-barrel system, right? And they were pretty honest with us. We were like, so this is the beer? Like, this is all you're going to brew? And they were like, well, <laughs> we're actually going to taste it and then brew another batch. Yeah. And, like, we'll tweak that batch to be blended with this batch. Just <laughs> yeah. so whatever went, you know, whatever right. I fucked up, this basically. This the
3: fake
4: They'll, beer we're making. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> They'll tell us they didn't have to change
1: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll yeah. be like, oh, no, it was perfect. Right. So Because they know what it I need to didn't change a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so there are there are ways around it, obviously, yeah. but uh okay, I like your style though. Go in halfway, ten ten gallons. Yeah, get it. Figure uh, it out. And okay. then
5: you know, if it goes well then we'll just bump it up.
1: Which it did. Yeah. So all right. And that was the first time you had ever used that yeast? Too? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a ballsy move right there. <laughs> I mean, it could have gone haywire, right? Did you talk to other brewers who had used the yeast? No. You didn't. Yeah, right? that is
4: ballsy. Because wow. I've, oh, yeah. I've never even heard of like, brews- okay, turn it on. <laughs>
5: yeah, right now. Yeah. Let's hope
1: this yeah. rocket
4: goes.
5: I just did a little, yeah. little research on the yeast. And I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's very cowboy.
1: It worked, man. All right. Tell us about the Mexican lager.
5: So Mexican lager, um, similar. That one is 25% corn. Um, mostly Vienna, a little bit of Pilsner, a little bit of Munich. Okay. Um, and then that one I use White Labs Mexican lager use. So the processing for that is a little bit different. Um, that one I ferment at about 51 to 53 degrees. Uh, that one actually goes through a diacetyl rest for a week. So I bump it up to sixty-one, mm-hmm. sixty-two, Um, Let that run through a diacetyl rest for a week. And then that one lagers out. So... With our tanks, uh, we went with tall tanks to try to fit more tanks within the space. So I have two twenty barrels, four four forties, and that's what I had prior to our new tanks coming in. Um, so our tanks are twenty percent taller than your normal tanks. Okay. So unfortunately, that takes twenty percent longer for surface area of our yeast to drop out. Yeah. Oh, was right. Steep. Yeah. yeah. So for us, our Mexican lager at the time was taking almost eight. Eight and a half, nine weeks to log out. That's long time. Yeah, versus you know the quick three week process. Um, but recently, we just got two forty barrel logger tanks. So I already did our first batch of uh, Dalé, or Mexican lager in the lager tank, uh, basically went through the initial fermentation process, the diacetyl rest, uh, crashed it for two days. So I don't get any of that. Um, the issues with the yeast, dropped yeast off and transferred to the lager tank, and it only took
1: two and a half weeks. Okay. So. Oh, Shaved got the horizontal, horizontal
5: lager tanks? Huge difference, huh? Are they horizontal, horizontal lager tanks? lager tanks, yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Did you know going into those tall tanks that it was going to add that? No. Yeah. So
5: when we opened, um, I used to have a production manager. Um, and so when we opened, uh, I was still working full-time for Citibank at the time. And so I left it to him to kind of develop the system and stuff. I I gave a little input, but I left it up more so to him to get us set up. Yeah. Um, so looking back now, would I have gone with those tanks? Definitely not.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah. But there's no way to know. There wasn't a way
5: to know at the time that it was going to increase. And it's literally increased about every beer we produce. So, you know, even when it comes to our IPAs, it takes a few days longer for dry hopping to fall out, yeast to fall out, different stuff like that. Yeah,
1: Um, Man, I have done that ten fucking times in in this place where I just... They know they know what they're doing. I'm just going to leave it over there. I don't have to micromanage everything. Yeah.
0: You're not talking about the radio
1: show. And, uh, no, this is, the radio show's perfect. Are you kidding? Uh, no, the hop grenade. And, and then after, you're just like, I probably should have stuck my nose in there. Yep. You know, And
5: that's what I said, the same thing. Like uh, Even with our dry hopping ports, they're super small. I can't even barely dry hop it. Oh, no. oh, no.
0: And I'm like,
1: why? Yeah, yeah, and it's probably yeah.
0: going to cost why? you a good a good chunk of change. Yeah, to get and it's
7: those, like, like you were going to brew a bunch of
5: IPAs. Like why? Yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah.
5: Um, yeah. We just got some new tanks. We got our Torosana Logger tanks. We just got two seven barrel stackable tanks, uh, so I can kind of experiment a little more, um, push out a little more like small batch stuff. You figure you do a twenty barrel batch and just split it between the two tanks. Okay. Um, so I had a little more development in those, sure. uh, a little more input. So I'm a little more happy with the newer stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. The horizontal lager tanks seem difficult in the in the the sense of space, right? Like, I mean, space is always an issue in a brewery.
5: um, For our brewery, we space is an issue.
1: Is not or no, It's it, not issue. You at at got room. room. We have a lot of room. I'm over it's there. fucking <laughs> Texas, all right. You're right. Everything is bigger. Come That's on, right. Justin. Yeah. I
5: mean, I have. Uh, so I have a brew floor. We have event space. We have warehouse space. And okay. We have more warehouse space. Nice. So everybody knows, like, yeah, like yeah. Texas. It's two spaces. Yeah, Texas. Um, you know, the laws are a little bit different when it comes to craft beer and, uh-huh. or just beer in general, alcohol in general, and so um, dealing with. When we originally bought our location, there was some like old stipping in like the lease where you couldn't sell alcohol to go. Okay. So the uh, leasing agent was like, oh, uh, we kind of messed up. And so. Oh, um, this is
1: after you signed the lease? Yeah. Oh, dude. And oh. so, um,
5: and that's a big part of oh, our man. business plan is doing uh, bottle releases, can releases, and stuff yeah. like that. And so basically they were like, okay, well, it was like literally an imaginary line within the door. Uh, like in our warehouse, so okay. this half you can't do it. This oh half, uh, yeah, 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 Then we have uh, um, a school, elementary school, behind us, and then we have a church across the street. Okay, so we had that was perfect. Yeah, we had to have permission. <laughs> so, you know, we had to have permission from both of them and that type of thing. Right. Yeah. The leasing agency, you know, realized the mistake, and so they gave us a pretty good deal on the additional space. Okay, and so we ended up with a lot more space than what we needed. Oh, which, I see. Okay, yeah, right. which just worked out in the long run. Yeah. Bob Ross would call that a half mistake. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Way to screw up.
0: Yeah. I like that. You're getting good at this. There you yeah.
1: Go. Yeah. yeah, the only time I've ever seen an alcoholic, uh, alcohol producer that close to like an elementary school was uh, Jameson. When I went to Jameson... In okay. in Ireland, okay, uh, the original Jameson Distillery, their entire fence line is shared with an elementary school, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, this would never be allowed the in there. Yeah. We would never." I
5: could walk yeah. out of the, I could walk out of the back of the warehouse and kick their gate. Like wow. That's how close they are. Yeah, and they should yeah. and, <laughs> yeah. every day, yeah.
1: And then a church across the street, yeah, a church just,
5: literally across the street.
1: Have they embraced you though? Yeah. Okay. So
5: we had to go ask for permission, and yeah. they were like, "A brewery, of course, <laughs> I yeah. no issues. So. Nice. Why wouldn't we? Yeah, yeah, exactly. All
1: right. You're like my cousin used to be a pastor. <laughs> yeah. they're like, all right, you must be good. Oh, Back yeah. out. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, well, tell us more about the Mexican lager. What hops are in this beer?
5: Uh, so, actually, it's the same as Glacier. Okay. Uh, yeah, so pretty much... Um, Dealing with uh, the Mexican lager and the American lager, it's just more so altered to the corn and then really different fermentation temperatures and different yeast.
1: So I was going to ask that because uh, I, I I didn't remember exactly the corn amount. But is that the main difference between the American lager and your Mexican lager? Is the amount of corn? Yeah. But the Vienna and the Munich is the same. Yeah. A base, okay interesting and the yeast because they are and the yeast yeah, actually, yeah, I'm yeah, just talking yeah. about it's the malt a beer. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they're very they're like brothers and sisters yeah. they're very close exactly
0: um but they're cousins we they're say. Co- cousins oh. yeah someone Some would
1: say. <laughs> like they have the same uh, that same uh, sweet corn characteristic mm-hmm. i think i would guess the main differences i'm tasting are probably from the yeast yeah, yeah. you know mm hmm which is the Mexican lager yeast from White Labs, you yes, said. WLP yeah.
4: 940. Oh. Yeah, was, yeah. We, yeah. Use, we use the same one. I mean, it's great. It's it oh, okay. like a real spicy herbal yeah. note to
1: it. It's awesome. What percent corn is yours? Can't so I can tell have a you that Jesse. comparison. <laughs> um,
4: I have a whole corporation behind me. <laughs> I it's amazing that. I can even be here today to talk about <laughs> it's anything. It's
0: true. If, if you start saying Garrett pops out of his pocket and goes, "No, no, no, <laughs> no, no," I won't tell them. <laughs> yeah. so
1: give me something to compare to. Because you're, what did you say in the American Lager, uh, Marcus? It's like 28 percent, twenty-eight percent. Okay,
4: so I think ours is around twenty. So and it's yeah. the, it's basically Pilsner malt of Vienna and flake maize is what we
1: call it, actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Corn, as you wish. Is yours? Is there a difference <laughs> between corn and flaked maize? It's flaked corn. It's yes. the same exact same, same same same, thing. Okay.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it just
5: sounds better. Yeah. It, it just, <laughs> just sounds A, a little maize. more exotic, <laughs> correct? Maize.
1: And yours are uh, in tall cans, I see. That must be...
5: So we do crawlers to go. Okay. Um, yeah, beer to go. I haven't put anything in as far as production for caning for anything like that. Um, so but, just crowlers yeah, leave the crawlers, place. you can always get them, growlers.
1: And then you have accounts around town?
5: Yeah, so we're, uh, for us, um, we're in San Antonio, uh, surrounding area, Austin, Houston, uh, Corpus Christi, okay. uh, a couple other places. So we're in about, I want to say, 100 plus accounts right now. Attaboy. Uh, yeah, so okay. it's not
1: too bad. Have you, do you have a, a, f- a sense of whether or not the Hispanic community has embraced your Mexican lager. Uh,
5: yeah, so um, we actually have been taking a lot of Dos Equis taps.
1: You have, yeah, nice. Nice. Man, that's a fantastic thing. Yeah. Wow. Get rid of that big yeah. boy
5: out of there. Mm. So um, we've been taking actually a lot of Dos Equis taps. We're in a lot of uh, the corporate restaurants out there, uh, BJ's, uh, like uh, Papasitos, yeah. Papados. When you come in the town, wow, uh, different things like that. And so why
1: do you? So that's kind of a big deal. Uh, and, and a difficult thing to do, because we're not just talking about, like, a low seller here. We're not talking about, like, oh, the Bud Light kind of moves. Yeah. We're talking about the best-selling beer in San Antonio. and And proprietors of these places are saying... Yeah, we'll go ahead and replace that with your beer. Yeah. Do you think they're doing that to support local?
5: Yeah, so okay. um, a lot of restaurants are trying to grasp the whole concept of supporting locals, supporting okay. breweries, different things like that. So some are on board and some are still learning.
1: Sure. Yeah. So, But that's a significant amount of people who are willing to say, we know you like Dos but you should try this.
5: Yeah. I mean, at this point, we're brewing about 80 barrels of dalle a month. So wow uh, you guys are, you're good. making a lot of beer that's a lot. Sure, of yeah, no, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, also, I mean,
4: we do the same thing. I mean, El Sully, we uh, will take Modelo handles. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we have a saying, and you should change, you should use it. By the way, we like to say El Sully is what Modelo dreams of when he goes to bed at night. Mm-hmm.
3: So, <laughs> yeah, and they're like, Oh, really? Yeah, you can change it a little bit. <laughs> Has yeah, Modelo put a yeah.
0: billboard right out
3: front of your brewery? <laughs> no, not, <laughs> not,
0: yet. <laughs> not yet. That'd be There's, great if you use that word, but or that phrase, but exactly that. Yeah, yeah. when you go to <laughs> try to sell your beer, well, you know, yeah. El Sully yeah. is what. And they go, What is El Sully?
4: What's yeah. he talking about? This is Dos Equis. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think that's impressive.
4: Yeah, no, it is. It's. All, I mean, it's great because, I mean, like you said, it's like they're trying to em- embracing craft, embracing independent uh, local beer. And I think that um, – and we make – I think we're making – I mean, lagers now are be- being made by craft brewers yeah. are way better than they used to be. I they mean, really uh, are. And you look at, like, the GBF entries or the winners, actually, uh, for the large lager categories, and you're seeing smaller independent uh, breweries that are actually – you know taking metals away from like uh, Coors and and uh, and Budweiser and all that so it's actually pretty impressive
1: well, so i i think about that a lot cuz when we started this we would it was the rare brewery that came in yep. and did lagers in fact it's mm-hmm. one of the reasons Dan Gordon was such a, such a uh, such fun on the show because he brewed great lagers and we got to talk about something different for a change what what is it that you think happened that that craft brewers were allowed to spend the time making loggers all of a sudden? I think
4: I think brewers just got better at doing it, and the equipment got better, and the malt was better. Okay. You know, things just evolved in the industry, and I you know I think uh, initially you were. You we're all brewing ales because that's what you know, we were you know, were home brewing because that was the easiest beer to home brew and then you realize yeah. that as you kind of the technology came along and the information out there on the internet and is you know, it was an opportunity for us to sort of start making uh these sort of challenging beers to make because they definitely are. I mean they're yeah. not easy beers to make. They right. you know it, there's nothing there's no flaw that can be, you know, hidden. It's like, you know, an IPA relatively easy to make than a, a yeah. lager because a lager will just it's like, you know, taking your clothes off, going, hey, look at this. and You're like, oh, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will not do that right now. <laughs> You'll you be like, hey, what's that? I remember <laughs>
1: my first Burning Man. <laughs> yeah. hey, what's your second, that? and yeah. your third.
4: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, I think it's exciting times. I mean, remember, for a long time, anytime a, brewery, a small brewery would win a lager category, yeah. like, well, the you know, place
1: would erupt. People would go, oh, my yeah. God. Nuts.
4: True. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, and
1: so that's kind of my follow-up question, because you've been judging at the GABF yes. since Prohibition. Um <laughs>
4: I mean, we used to do the white candle, so yes,
1: do you kind of remember when that shifted do, do, yeah. and not even talk about awards? I mean when you 're back at the table and all of a sudden loggers were getting good again
4: well i yeah, i yeah i do i mean i I just think that you 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 saw it, like i said, you saw it in the in the results of okay. the winners and all this, yeah. and also tasting the beers on the table i mean. By and all, I mean, as uh, the industry as a whole are, is getting way better. I mean, yeah. the beers that are entered, the beers that win are way better than they used to ever be. I mean, it's just, you know.
1: Yeah, everybody's grown up. Uh, you know, Growing it's, it's up.
4: hard to judge now because, you know, I've judged like the final round of the IPA category and you have like nine beers in front of you and you're like, all right,
1: that are incredible. let's yeah. lean
4: into this and see what we're going to do here.
1: Yeah. Does yeah. that,
4: especially that
3: category, is it just come down to like your personal preference on hop varieties? It's. Definitely.
4: I mean, at that level, it's definitely like you're really, you know, splitting hairs. there. you're just like looking at small little things, and you know, and, and it's you know, it's a, it's different in a sense. Like a BJ BJCP is all a lot of it's it's you know numerical. So you're like awarding you mm-hmm. a score. unless wasn't mm-hmm. the best to show thing. And so with this, it's like it's all like kind of it's the art of negotiation. Yeah, and it's also you know, and you you know, you, you kind of all get to where you want to be. You know,
1: yeah, there's still consensus involved. So absolutely, hundred percent. I think that's part of the reason why the, that those awards mean so much because it's still consensus. Yep. you know, among those judges.
4: When you win a medal at the GBF, you know, it's you it's it's you've come a long way. You yeah, you should be really proud of yourself because yeah. those I mean they've been those beers have been doubled, you know t- tasted you know uh, judged.
1: Um, And it's just, you know, and And as you said, now the beers are getting better and better. It's harder and harder to win because, you know, uh, and so uh, just to back up for a second, because you're talking about how difficult it can be to brew loggers. You can't hide behind anything. Water is really important as well. How's your San Antonio water? Do you have to work on this a lot? (laughs)
5: Um, (laughs) He laughed, by the way. It was a little more difficult for me. I mean, you guys are a little bit spoiled up here in Northern California. Yeah. Texas the water is terrible so like literally really? the first time that I took a shower when I moved out I almost jumped out of the shower that the water was so hard
1: oh yeah oh
5: it's oh, wow. it's bad
1: we have that I, I grew up in the desert yeah. man I know this feeling that um, slimy hard yeah, water feeling
5: so um for us we run 100 percent ro water at okay the brewery, and then I treat everything per whatever style that I'm brewing okay okay uh, Water so hard, a little more
0: difficult. Yeah. But water so hard, I jumped out of the shower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously, that's a beer yeah. name right there. Yeah, yeah. water seriously. so hard, it took my car. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <I> can't. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. uh, that was the best one in a while, JP. Well right. done. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I can even hear Vivo like, laughing. <laughs> yeah. <head>. Uh, <laughs> I if you're gonna work on that joke a little bit, use, uh, <laughs> oh here we go. Jacked my car next time. It'll go over. No, I don't right. want to do that. That'll be better. Trust it's me. It's
0: more. That's too early '90s for me. Jacked means a whole different thing now. It does? In, the, in the John Lasseter post John Lasseter oh, right. post uh, um, Louis CK world. Oh, can, I see. You know what I mean? yeah. yeah. someone Jacked on my car. What? No, 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 no.
1: no. I got wrong.
0: You. Where are you, where's
1: everybody going? All right, that's fair. Thank you. I'm still crying from the joke though you're right yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Crying. laughs> you're leaking uh, I, uh, your no. face is leaking <laughs> yeah in chechen we have one face to share tears. tear yeah. <laughs> that's right all right well the beers are tasting great so keep up with the ro and everything else you're doing there. nobody
0: has ever said, said that keep like, up, keep up, the o- <laughs> keep up <laughs> with the ro the good work of the yeah. ro yeah <laughs> ro just, kid it's the yeah. wave of the future
1: i sat in on a like Two minutes of a le- of one of the lectures at uh, HomebrewCon, and 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 they were, they had brought up RO water. Okay. It's the first time I had heard somebody say this, because w- w- we talk about it on here, it's always like, oh, don't worry if your water sucks, you can RO and build it back, and it will be mm-hmm. fine. The two minutes I caught, this brewer was saying. By the way, just because it's RO doesn't mean you've stripped everything out. That's Not every truth. system is the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't uh, keep up on the maintenance of your system, it can—it's really a lot of quality control just to strip the water naked. Yep. Are you finding that as well?
5: Yeah. So you have to keep up with, uh, you know, making sure that you're having your salt in. You got to keep up with your filters, different little things like that. Yeah. Because uh, over time, you can notice some differentiations in the water. Sure. Uh, so there is a lot of water uh, maintenance involved, but. Uh, the people that produced our system is pretty good at that, so okay. we haven't had too many issues.
1: I just in all the years we've been doing this, I never. It, it was always like, "Oh, you're cool. You're doing yeah. RO water. You have yeah. a, a, an a RO thing system that does <laughs> that, yeah. and now everything's you do perfect." Do you want. Yeah. Uh-huh. So,
0: do you do like water? T- do you do taste the water when it's coming out of the yeah. system? so I do water do tasting, it? different okay.
5: things like that, kind of make sure that it's still good. We'll run pH tests yeah. about once a month, uh, just to kind of make sure the pH is still in line of what they're telling me it is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, different stuff like that. Yeah, is, yeah. is
0: that a weird? Is that a weird like component of your job? I'm going to go taste water. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's something that, I, that opening a brewery, I would never think that that would be a portion of your of your job. Yeah, you wouldn't right? think your
5: everyday thing would be like oh, I have to see what this water tastes like. Yeah, today. but
1: it really should be. So even uh, so, our water here in the bay, like out of the tap. Yeah. That shit changes.
5: Oh, yeah. I oh, mean, right. there are
1: days when I have my tap water. I'm like, oh, okay, somebody opened a pipe somewhere. Yep. <laughs> you know water is like, terrible here. It, yeah. You really can't. You should taste your water exactly. no matter what yeah. you're doing, right? Yeah. I mean, what, what do you guys get? You Same as we do, like eBay, EB mud down yeah, in San Yeah, but Leandra? it comes from
4: different sources depending on they, the time of year. I mean, okay. you know, you'll you'll generally get it from some of the lower reservoirs up in, you know, the Hetch Hetchy area there. But, you know, sometimes when it gets a little bleak in the summer months, they'll pull it from the Delta and you're like, you know, your calcium's going way up and you're, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're, trying to keep your, keep
1: an eye on it. So. so you guys are testing it all the time, too. you got to see what's happening. Yeah,
4: I mean, we're, we're relying up, uh, in a large part because we don't have all the, you know, the equipment on the report from the, you know, the city and all that, but, uh, sure. you know, we do taste it. You should taste water, of course. You know, there's a yeah. large portion of uh, beer is water,
1: JP. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, that's very good. Well, that, I'm <laughs> just saying that there's the point where you hardly have to taste it. You can smell it, and yeah. you're like, okay, yeah. what do I have to do now? But,
0: like, from a home standpoint, I've never, like, sat and tasted my water. You just, because yeah. that's what you have, and I'm not, I mean, you I'm are not gonna doing fix- it anyway. Right. I'm just carbon <laughs> filtering. Like, well, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. I, just, I wouldn't have even thought of that. So coming right. from a homebrew standpoint, if I was going to open a brewery, I would never in a million years think, I, you know what I should be doing is tasting this before I actually use yeah. use the thing. How you many know? medals did you win when you were making beer at home? Uh, I've won some ribbons. Oh. oh. Yeah. It's got some. I got one in third place. I won a first place once. I'm with okay. you, though. If yeah. there's
1: nothing you can do, it's, it's like when the RV brakes caught fire and we still had to drive home. Yeah. There was nothing I could really do about it. We were either right. going to make it home or not make it home.
0: That's true. We were going to make it down the hill, either on fire or off fire <laughs> or off the ledge. But we but were going to no make control. it down the hill either way. Correct. Right. Or so. when the bears were circling our RV that l- later the next night. Yeah. There's nothing you could do about it. Either they were going to rip the door down and eat our asses.
1: Yeah. Or or not. They were. Yeah. They and were just going to eat what the windows. Of
0: and either yeah, like black. Well, okay. you know. Asking either bears. either
1: way, yeah. we were not changing that outcome. No. I also just so. want to point out
2: that this is Justin's mentality when you take a flight with him. Yeah. And he's watching, like, a flight crash documentary <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> on the plane.
1: Yeah, I'm like that. Yeah. Uh, Bevo, uh, she's a little uncomfortable like you are. And me, I'm like... No. You know what? If that's if that's your time to go, it's your time to go. So I'll talk about crashes all day long. Yeah. So you know, that usually but yeah, the crash you'll tell like your significant other. Much, you'll be yeah. like, "Oh, about to take off." Or, you know, I'll let you know when I land. I'm yeah. always like, "I'll let you know if I land."
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, you know. when you next when you next hear from me, I will have landed.
1: I, I <laughs> yeah. might have landed. Yeah, yeah, that's dark. Yeah, but real. Right. right.
0: He has
4: no control over what the pilot's doing.
3: That's
1: That's right. right. I don't if he's drunk. I don't think
4: Ian Titus would do that. (laughs)
3: If he did, it
1: would be two sentences long. That's right. (laughs) That is all. All right. Let's do this. We're going to take a quick break because we've got some more beer to taste uh, from Marcus here. So hang in there. We're talking to Weathered Souls Brewing Company. If you want to learn more about them, go to weatheredsouls.beer. Not even .com, JP. They went. I like
0: that. I like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Weathered We'll be right back on the session.
0: Hey, what's up? This is Blake from Creature Covers. You're listening to the session on the Brewing Network.
1: Welcome back to the session. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. We are talking to Weathered Souls Brewing Company. We've got Marcus Baskerville in the studio with us and his cousin, Terrence the Black. Hi. Oh, he's just here hanging out, out of the house for a minute. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's very rare I get. that
5: he comes out of the house. So. Oh, yeah. oh, for sure.
1: Doesn't homebrew anymore like the rest no, of man. us. i got
5: a gaggle of children. Yeah.
1: I've seen Terrence like murder. three times <laughs> <laughs> since i <I've>
6: moved. <laughs> It's always
5: for family events, though, because my kids can come that's the thing
1: all your family still live out here though marcus or you got family yeah, out there so too no okay. all
5: my family is in uh california
1: okay yeah so you got to come back often anyway yeah you guys think you'll like you want to expand out of state and get back to california you'd like to sell beer here right
5: um. Eventually, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, yeah. want to sell beer anywhere. You know, uh, parents are starting to get old, and I got kids now and stuff. So, okay. eventually. Uh, He's right here. Right yeah, in the room. he just <laughs> came in the door. <laughs> Uncle's like right behind me. <laughs> <laughs> he just yeah, yeah.
1: Is this, is this your dad behind yes. here? Bev, came, she confused me because she was talking about the two of you interchangeably, and she's like, "Yeah, and, and Terrence is here, and all the family's here, and his dad is here," and I was like. <laughs> Terris's dad is here.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Terrace's dad is deader than my dad. Yeah. How is that a possibility? Yeah, right.
1: And she's like, No, Marcus is dead. I was like, Well yeah. you gotta be you gotta slow down when you speak. That's right. That's right. Well, Just yeah, because you
0: know the facts doesn't yeah. mean, she, I mean yeah. she should be unclear as to what you don't know. The medical science world, I don't know. So I...
3: you thought it was more logical that Terrence's dead dad was coming <laughs> yes. than maybe it was Marcus's living dad. Correct. Yeah, yeah. That's correct. You That's can a Bevo see, You can
0: see why it's Bevo's like. fault. Yeah. yeah, I can. You watch a lot of TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was not my
1: fault. Yeah. What's your Look, dad's name? Marcus Everett. Everett. Everett, Everett Baskerville. That's even. Damn, bro. Yeah. Everett, I love that, it. That's even classier than Marcus Baskerville. <laughs> yeah. that's a. That's you a,
0: couldn't give the son too much juice. That's, you can't you know,
7: <laughs> can't be as good as Everett. That's a
1: be. classy name you got, Everett. Well,
7: my second
1: one, first one, named Everett also. Fr- okay, all right. Well, so you I'm, got an Everett Jr., you're Everett Sr. I'm a junior. You're a oh. junior. <laughs> my father's the senior. But okay, here. First one's
7: a third. First one's
1: a third. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. What do you do, Ever? What did you do? i you retired. Do? You retired now?
7: Yeah, from the Department
1: of Corrections. 31 years. Oh, nice. 31 years Damn. in the Department of Corrections. Marcus, you had a tough house to grow up in. Oh, man.
7: <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Only on Tuesday.
1: Okay. <laughs> and uh, are you a beer drinker? Do you like the craft beer?
7: Uh, I, I didn't drink beer until he asked you.
1: Started started brewing, yeah. Started brewing. Okay. Um, What do you think of his stuff now? Good job, Zollie.
7: It's great. I'm a simple IPA man. Okay. (laughs) Simple. There's There's no such thing, man. IPA is so complicated. Yeah. 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 And uh, the rest of it, I'm not into the sours. Okay. I hear he make great sours. We're about to try some. Yeah. 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 That's not me. You don't need any of
1: that. All right.
7: And certain stouts, I'll
1: try. Okay. Okay.
7: But just a good IPA, one. That's all you need. And I'm good. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, that's like I'm here today. Just one. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm good. One yeah. and done. Uh, uh, now me some
1: fruit. So. That's fair enough. All right. All right. Well, Thank thanks, thanks for being here, Everett. It's nice yeah. to meet you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Uh, now he, he he says like uh, maybe a stout, but you're a stout guy, Marcus. That's yeah. like your favorite style. Yes. Okay.
5: So he'll house them. He'll ask for them. He'll hit me up. Hey, uh, uh, what's this new release coming out? Uh, yeah, I heard. I heard this is coming out. Okay, Dad, what do you want? Uh, oh, you know, I, I need one of those bottles in your brother's box.
1: Oh my God! All right,
5: Dad. And what is he, he just, you know, just following
1: you on on Twitter or something? No, he doesn't didn't even do that. He waits
5: till other people tell him what's okay. going on. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. Yeah. your dad's flipping the whales, dude. Yeah. Your dad's on the beer trade scene. I bet. Hey, so that's what he told me one time. Was like, oh, if I ever need some extra money, I'll just sell your <laughs> beer. And sell yeah. It.
0: <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah,
3: yeah. it's well, not right? I
0: would do it too, man. Absolutely. You got to monetize your kids. That's the secret of life. Monetize yeah. your children. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Dad, the new dad. Yeah.
4: That's right. Yeah. 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 yeah, I
0: know.
1: Now wait a second. I gotta go. Back. I mean, I was kind of making a joke, but your dad—he's a corrections officer for thirty-something years.
4: And that's the, that's the interview right there. You, yeah. I
1: mean, he, it was kind of strict at home, right? Like you couldn't a bit. you couldn't fuck around. Not at all. <laughs> I bet you got great grades.
5: Um. A little bit, not not that great, but not enough to get the ass whooping. So <laughs> what? Yeah,
1: uh-huh. right. What was it? Give me an example of something that really would set your dad off. Like you knew that if this thing you did, <laughs> he's gonna lose it on you. Um,
5: not get, Did, did he have certain, like, yeah.
1: like you can't can't be catching you smoking pot out in the backyard? Like some what's really gonna bother I didn't him?
5: Try weed and was after twenty. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, so I mean, even when it comes to that Drinking, I didn't start drinking until I was 21 uh, I didn't try weed until I was after 20 Okay, uh, so by the book Hey, I didn't want to ass whooping So I was straight and narrow uh-huh.
1: Terrence, it, it Legit no, yeah. so
6: I, One thing I remember from uh, being a kid You don't walk into a room without acknowledging everybody in the room
1: oh. And if you're
6: leaving You better tell everybody, goodbye yeah. And give everybody exactly. a hug yeah. or something Yeah, And so even walking in here everybody out there that's with us yeah to some, every, yeah. everybody so that's, my but that's good uh, man I like yeah. that, and that's proper etiquette yeah, it yeah, really yeah. is yeah. but we, we I knew also because I mean Sacramento we saw each other a lot growing up sure so I knew that I knew yeah, that yeah. when I saw saw my mm-hmm. uncle I was like I better see that is good for, now, for now my, my
1: Italian family, family, family on the east coast they're like that too but I grew up here with my mom on the west coast but once a year I go back and I spend a month or so and uh I had to remember when I got there. When you walk, because I, I didn't have a lot of family out here—my mom and my stepdad—and out there, aunts, uncles, cousins, you name it—they're all and they're all over at my Aunt Gloria's house. You walk in that house, and you don't go say and kiss everybody on the cheek in that house. My glory was smack me in the back of the head. Exactly. And I remember quick, every summer, I got reminded yeah. that this is just respectful. And then you say goodbye to everybody, too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So Manners. My, my
0: dad hated my entire family. So that's what I learned. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm like the expert at, at slipping in like I'm in the Navy SEAL 6 team, right? Oh, yeah. Right. And then slipping out just as, as awkwardly as Sully can sometimes, where like yeah. suddenly... Oh, where's everybody go? We left. Yeah, we're yeah. gone. We're out of here because that's just like because then you have to talk to the, your family and no one wants to do that. At least, yeah. Uh, but now, you know, now it's all different. Oh, but, yeah.
1: What? Where did you work, Everett? Where correctional facility were you at? They move you around. My house. What was your What was your main? <laughs>
8: My house.
1: <laughs> did, you, did you have a main one that you were at most of the time? Yeah, just get Sully doesn't yeah, need so to so see. Yeah,
7: right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you get right in there.
7: Yeah.
1: Well, that's right. There you go. Initially,
7: I started in. The, California Youth Authority. Okay,
1: so like juvenile. Oh.
7: Um, well, 17 to 25. Okay. Youth Authority. That's I see. Basically when your Crips and your bloods and all that stuff first start going to prison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was in 1974. Okay. And then uh, eventually I transferred up here to Ione to uh, uh, the uh, Youth Authority there, uh, Preston call it the castle. Okay. The dungeon. Hmm, damn. The really? But I came in at the time where I was into a lot of uh, uh, site programs when it first started in the department, so I was well trained in those areas. I see. So about eight years after that, I went to uh, Solano okay. uh, in Vacaville. Uh, uh, so that's where I did all my time at.
1: But still but, with the youth in Solano, no, too? Or no, no, no,
7: the prison system back okay. ago, mm-hmm. uh, CMF, medical facility. Okay. Uh, but at that time, because of my youth training and the uh, level, I was like at a level of lieutenant when I transferred over, oh. I went straight to the counselor series. I see. And that's how I retired out as a supervisor of the counselors. Okay. So I never was in uniform, but yeah. yet I still was custody and captain gone and
1: Kind of stuff. Um, so when you say, and I, 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 I got to do this, Mark, yeah. I'm sorry, your dad's fascinating to me, so you got to just hang out for a sec. We got your beer in front of us. When you say when you say, correctional officer, to me, listening to you say what you did, you really mean that. In other words, you were there helping, and, and you had some of the psychological background to help people out. You were there to help correct and help people, not just like, hey, I got to keep you safe behind bars.
7: Well, it's a two-fold thing. In the youth authority, you have the potential to change. Okay. Be- when you go to CDC, uh, as one sergeant told me, hey, you worked with the kids, and you care what they did. Yeah. Here they did the crime they do the time
1: i see so that was an adjustment just depend
7: on, yeah it just depends on the philosophy but that wasn't my philosophy But to
5: give a story about my dad about how respectable he is amongst even the like correctional like dealing with the inmates and stuff like that yeah so one of my best friends uh growing up we've been friends for years upon years upon years his dad comes home from prison right So, this is the first time that I've met his dad within us being friends. And we have been friends since about maybe eighth grade, right? I'm 34 now. Wow. So, um, we're sitting in the house and we're sitting there talking and his dad comes home from prison, right? So, his dad, oh, you know, he introduces me to his dad. Oh, this is Marcus, blah, 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 blah. So his dad goes, oh, you, you look familiar, right? Ah. <laughs> so one thing, like, my dad always taught me was you got to be cautious, you know, because of my career, you need to be cautious of dealing with certain individuals when you're out and about, different stuff like that, because you never know when somebody's going to try to retaliate or whatever the case may be. Sure. So I'm, like, looking at him, like, okay. I find myself moving and drawing closer to the kitchen, I'm trying to find, like, a knife or something. Like, you know, am I going to have to stab up, like, my best friend's dad? Like, I don't know what the hell's about to go on. Yeah. Jack Bauer yeah. and everybody. And so he goes, Oh, what's your, you know, what's your last name? blah, 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 blah. So I tell him, you know, Baskerville, Oh, is your dad Everett? Yeah. Okay. And it turns out that my dad was my best friend's Dad's correctional counselor. Okay, in wow. prison.
1: Wow,
5: and we had never had any idea that you know that was going
1: on. I see.
5: And it was even then he was like, you know, your dad was one of the most respectable people I've ever had to deal with. Like, you know, there's nothing to be worried about. You know, he, you know, your yeah. dad is a great man. Wow. So that like, you know. It,
1: you put it's the knife down. Yeah,
5: exactly. <laughs> yeah. I kind of walked away from the kitchen. and Was like, okay, yeah, I guess it's all right. And man, yeah, so that kind of attests to the type of person. Even though you know uh, you're dealing with inmates and stuff, there's always a way to treat people. And my dad has always treated people like respectfully and great. So
1: and so maybe that's why when I joke about how strict your your house might have been, it sounds to me, Everett, like your philosophy probably at home and at work was, I'm going to give you respect. And I'm probably going to get respect back. And as long as that's happening, everything's okay.
7: I'm going to give you respect. But if you don't respect me, I know how to take it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, with Marcus, you asked him that question. And basically with him and my other boy is, hey, I've been dealing with all levels and type of people. Yeah. Everybody know my name. (laughs) So don't do anything to put yourself in the position to go to jail. Yeah. Because you don't know. Which one of them know my name? <laughs> oh, what right. Yeah, from that oh, point of view. Now, now I yeah. see what you're saying. I didn't <laughs> <Yeah>. even
1: think <laughs> yeah. about that part of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd be fucking terrified yeah. of that. Yeah. <laughs> Who uh-huh. doesn't like me? Like, yeah. Your yeah. belly might yeah. not like me. Like, yeah. that one went okay. Oh, your yeah. dad's Everett. Yeah. Cool. But you end up in behind bars, and oh, your dad's might Everett? Yeah. yeah. Right yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that yeah. side Ooh, of it. That's your, motivation. Your
7: dad's
1: name, Mr. Baskerville? Yeah, right, right, right. Well, and and... Even with the maybe if the house is a little strict, I could just imagine you, you spend your day disciplining people. You don't want to come home and and do that too. And that's kind of maybe the part I think about where like maybe your kids got to even like a shorter leash because they're just you're just like I'm not saying they're out breaking the law, but you're like listen, I got to come home and discipline you now. I just did that all day. Well, my
7: wife, we've been married forty five years.
1: Okay, wow.
7: And her comment is. Don't bring that shit at home. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that don't work. All. <laughs> all
5: right. Okay. yeah, so, yeah. yeah. You to know,
7: you I or lo- to your boys. Right. No, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. And and so you know, with my my sons, I I teach respect, to yeah. parents, yeah, my nephews. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you try to be stern, then you close the door for them coming to you at any time. Yeah. Um, so I'm one that that's a good point.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I'm not
7: a stern guy.
1: You, know, you want them to feel comfortable to come talk to you. Right. Yeah, but yeah.
7: understand I'm not playing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right.
7: Yeah.
0: If you don't say goodbye to me when you leave. Yeah.
7: <laughs> yeah. It's on. Yeah. But this is more about markets. So let me get out there. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to ask a quick question. I want to
4: because,
7: yeah. like,
4: you, Marcus had like all these other careers basically before you became a brewer so what was it like when he told you I want to open a brewery because I, have, I oh, no, had I to s-
5: ask him so my parents <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah my parents when I started home brewing right were the type why are you spending all that money over there to get drunk and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not making beer to get drunk like I, like from jump when I realized that brewing was a passion of mine when I got into you know actually producing beer that you could drink Yeah. And it was like, this is what I want to do. And so from Jump I told him I, I have a plan I have a plan oh you're over there spending all that money on that home brew equipment yeah over there spending money on this blah 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 and then now my dad is the most proud father of all fathers <laughs> in <laughs> the, the entire nation gear, yeah
6: soul's gear my, right here. my sister nice. graduated yeah. my
5: sister got her masters and my sister said the entire time at the graduation he kept talking about the brewery oh my so gosh yeah. Tells, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah so that oh. tells you how my parents are at this point it's a Did micro you? spokesperson right there <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah.
7: <laughs> it's just that Marcus is, comp- uh, is very competitive. Sure. And mm-hmm. so, my other son out here, uh, Marcus always wanted to be the best in everything. I do a lot of cooking, so my boys do a lot of cooking. Yeah, Terrence yeah. is nodding and grilled. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And so, you know, it's always FaceTiming. Now, I don't FaceTime, but they communicate. And, yeah. Well, look at this look at that, you know.
1: And so, right.
7: Marcus' philosophy always as a kid, why I have to stay kind of in contact with him is, if you're not first,
1: you're last. Okay. Yeah. uh, So no matter what he was going to go into, he was going to have that mentality. So so he has that mentality. Yeah, but you, I can understand the being a little worried about this beer nonsense for a minute. You yeah. know, it kind of yeah. makes sense. You know, they don't really know if you're doing it to get drunk or not get drunk. Yeah. You know, uh, so it is nice to see that it's come full circle. But I, I probably would have been the same too. <laughs> <you know? laughs> for sure, I'd, I'd have been like, "What are you doing?
0: Yeah, like, yeah. You really want to do this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have a you have a good job, and I think, especially from from uh, you know, like our parents' age, right? Yeah." You're you're taught you find a job and you stick with the job. If the job is good and the pay is good, you stick with the thing. Right. Why are you changing?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
4: Well, when I to go told go my par- your own, when when I, I go changing. Yeah, I told my parents I wanted to open a, a brewery there. What, what what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. But just like your story, Marcus. I mean, my parents were the first ones in, in line when we opened up. My mom's crying.
2: You know, yeah. now they're yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. Yeah. the biggest
4: supporters. And yeah. like well, them. and but now at the time, just because a th- transition going from like this professional life. So now you're gonna you know, something foreign to them is being yeah. They have to wear yeah. jeans. Now it's another. gonna change yeah.
1: now it's gonna change again. One of your kids in this room is gonna go into growing weed too. And you're and you're gonna do the same thing. You're gonna be like, why are you spending all that time on the weed? Yeah. And then next thing you know, they're gonna be a billionaire. Hopefully. Because it's legal. Yeah, and they,
0: my kids going into YouTube, dude, I'd monetize that motherfucker. When they light that bong, I'm doing market research. Market now research. research. <laughs> From the
6: second my first kid was born, I said <laughs> yeah. I need a retirement plan, and that's why I had three. One of them has to be something. Yeah. So oh, they're all here. Care. Your kids are all something. They're something. They're all no, okay. something. Something <laughs> successful.
1: But you know what I mean? Like it, like yesterday's, I'm going into beer. As today's, I'm going into yeah. weed. I'm opening an yeah. Instagram account. It's different now. That's yeah. Different. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: I want yeah. to be an I influencer. Think, I think we should get all of the guests'
1: parents in on the show.
0: I know. We <laughs> should be, we segment. Segment. Yeah. To be like yeah. parent day.
1: I agree. Yeah, do a little parent segment as much as we possibly that
0: can. Actually, we're not interested in you, Vinny. <laughs> right. Yeah. You really want to do the show about your parents. Yeah. yeah. Come on in.
1: Well, I'm going to reverse the order here for a second. Is that all right? Can we start with the stout? So whatever. Are you good with that? Does anybody care if we start you with know the what? stout? This close to 4th, 4th of July, bro, the...
0: you can do whatever you want.
1: Well, because we were talking about how it's Marcus, it's like his favorite style. Um, So the stout we have is called Yemeni French Press, and I have it listed as, what is it, Imperial Milk Stout with coffee and caramel. Yep. Everett, how do you not like that beer? It's ridiculous. (laughs) It's got everything you need in it. (laughs) Tell us about this beer. Uh,
5: So this beer um, is a collaboration with a coffee, local coffee company in San Antonio. Well, actually, they're in Florida now because he moved. Uh, But basically, I like to try to feature local with a lot of stuff, uh, especially using um, treating ingredients, adjuncts, different stuff like that. Uh, So there was a local coffee company called Long Road, who's a good friend of mine, um, and he was making some pretty good coffee. Um, so we decided to start a series called French Press. Um, so within that, what we do is we highlight a coffee from a specific region. Um, so we've done uh, Rwanda French Press, which was a coffee from Rwanda. We did the Yemeni French Press. and Currently, we're doing a Thai French Press. Uh, so Yemeni French press is coffee from Yemen, of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to make sure it was free trade, free of um, supporting um, terrorism, all that type of stuff. <laughs> no, <laughs> seriously. No, I know. Yeah, but it's, like, no, 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 no. it's such a weird. <laughs> thing. To, like, have to
0: have to monitor yeah, have to
1: yeah. exactly. Yeah. Wait, but, how does is there like a database? Like, how do yeah, you? So there's like serious. a database okay. that he
5: could research okay. and you know look at what farm it's coming from and different things like that, making sure it's not supporting any different terrorism groups i feel like that needs to be open source (laughs) i feel like we all need that everyone should know that so and then the other part of the aspect of this beer is what we do is um i try to highlight a specific dessert or ingredient from that region all right uh so creme caramel is a Yemeni dessert that they make which is pretty much just caramel like a creamier caramel Hmm. Um, so that's what we implemented in the secondary edition of this beer
1: how did you? Did you just Google that, or do you know a? a uh, for
5: this particular <laughs> one, actually, I just googled it. Okay, yeah, like okay. researched I mean, uh, I different desserts it.
1: and stuff. I don't uh, know. Maybe someone who works for you is well, from yeah, Yemen. So, <laughs> Hi, <laughs> uh, Marcus,
5: I have an idea.
0: It's a great idea for you. Uh, we come from the region of caramel. You've, you've heard the caramel
5: before. Yeah. It's a great thing. It's a great thing. I'm I love to think. Yeah, that's actually that's a great idea. Yeah. I think that's
0: a that's a wonderful idea. Yeah. So, like the Thai
5: French that. press, though, uh, that we have coming out. Um, I actually have a friend in L.A. that owns a Thai restaurant. So I contacted her and was like, hey, um, what are some good desserts that go with coffee? So mm. she sent me a list of some stuff and kind of ran with that. Nice. Uh, but for the other two previous, I kind of just Googled, oh, what's popular in this region or what's some popular desserts, that type of thing. And then we've been trying to do that. Okay. Oh, so geez. this one is about a 10.8, 11 percent uh yeah. You know, stout Boil for about five hours To make sure, you know It has a nice little viscosity to it Wow Uh, does have lactose To give that, you know Creaminess, milkiness to it Mm -hmm. And so, yeah It's been one of our uh, More popular can series That we come out with
1: What about the caramel though? You didn't mention how that goes in there
5: Uh, so the caramel I added in the boil And in secondary
1: and what, okay. is, that, is that just like sticky ass, difficult to use caramel? Or yeah, what? so I
5: actually made the caramel yeah. from scratch. You did? Uh, it was oh. vegan. Oh, my. Wow, vegan caramel. Yeah, we used oh. coconut milk and to make it vegan. And wow, uh, you know, uh, I you know, made caramel. it in a one barrel. I yeah, yeah, made oh. it in a one barrel uh, kettle and. Uh, me and my brewer's assistant <laughs> dumped it in a whole bunch of buckets and took it to the kettle and dumped it in. Wow. Do you have um, the
3: one vegan in Texas coming to your brewery? <laughs> right, if you I will not well, I eat know, <laughs> <dishes>. <laughs> <laughs> Is this vegan.
5: That's the, the quote-unquote popular thing, so I said, uh, you know, it wouldn't hurt to yeah, make sure that sure. it's vegan. There's right. two now. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> right. yeah. So, you know, San Antonio's growing up. Oh, right, yeah. There's two. And I after tasting this know, beer, that's when they came up with the idea.
2: I didn't even know caramel was made with milk. Mm hmm. Yeah. Learn something every day.
1: Yeah. I think almost anything that tastes good is made with milk. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's, right. That's why vegans milk, are so angry. And a shit yeah. ton of sugar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm kidding, vegans. You're not angry. Uh, no, they're angry. They are. This is yeah. a great beer. Vegan Crossfitters. It's, it's, a nice a ni- beer. it's a dessert beer. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think you're kind of going that route by picking a local dessert. With, For sure. You know what you do. Yeah. Um, five oh, hour boil. Man. Five oh. yeah,
5: hour it is. That oh. is. Crazy. Yeah, so our, our stouts, uh, pretty much standard, are about five hours, three five hours.
1: Okay.
5: Um, and then, depending on if it's a bottle release, those go anywhere from five to 24, depending
1: on what do you
0: really? l- boil? 24, 24 hours oh. boil?
5: Well, would we, yeah. So, uh, we actually did a, uh, imperial stout called, uh, Habitual Line Stepper. Okay.
1: <laughs> from the, uh, from the Chappelle uh, scene, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And
5: so, uh, that beer was actually a, it wasn't going to be planned. Originally, it was going to be a 12-hour boil, and then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let this go 24 hours, and we'll see what happens. Okay. So, so did you leave? Are you there, like, hanging uh, no. out? Or? So I double mashed. We double mashed. It, it was a full 20-barrel batch, yeah. And basically, I was like, okay, so, you know, we have alarms, different stuff like that. I run um, uh, steam there, so it's not like I have to worry about direct fire. So I so, said, you know what? I, I waited for a while, and I said, "I'm gonna go home." Right? <laughs> if I get any, if I get any alarms, then I know there's the issue, and I'll just come back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, we did a 24-hour boil. We boiled off about 130 gallons. Wow. Uh, so okay, okay, here's
1: what I'm confused about. Why? <laughs>
5: it was just, why not? I mean, it in was a, one of those situations where it was just like, why not? Something well, but you know, the, something a,
1: I, I'm sure there's a... In other words, could you have gotten the same character? I could think you I
5: probably got, could have gotten the same character maybe in... And the same gravity.
1: And a, but hour. even that... I'm even but talking it about ended that. up
5: at 44 bricks, so... Oh, wow. Whoa. wow.
1: But wait, even that... So I'm talking about even with the four or five-hour boil, is the reason... Partly because you can't get enough gravity out of the mash tun? No. So okay. I can
5: get the gravity that I want out of the mash tun. Okay. Uh, the longer boils are to contribute more towards the flavoring of the stout. I so like
1: melanoidin?
5: Exactly. Create okay. of that caramelization, okay. uh, different things like that to bring out some of those flavors within the stout.
1: Okay. That's um, what I'm getting and at. And
5: then also uh, dealing with the viscosity. So. You know, um, I want that full body kind of chewy aspect to the beer. You got that, um, yeah. Yeah, and so that's why we typically boil a little bit longer than what you need to. What's the attenuation
3: okay. on a 44 bricks beer?
5: It finished at 20. Hmm. 20 bricks? Yeah. Oh, okay real
3: viscous then yeah um yeah.
5: and then you know as far as you figure a lot of beers start at 2021 20, right uh, no. it's actually not that sweet i don't know I was completely no, surprised about yeah i had to feed oxygen into it for three days i had to pitch uh about 30 gallons of yeast so two half barrel yeast brinks
1: because um, it was too sugary, or what?
5: It uh, just wouldn't finish out. It yet. just wouldn't finish the out. So much, right. so much sugar again. So much sugar that they, that they the got tired. Yeah. Yeah. pretty much. Send in uh, reinforcements. You know what yeah. it was? It
1: was California yeast. <laughs> yeah. Trying right. to make beer in fucking Texas. <laughs> that's right. yeah. that's and right. they got tired, and they're hippies. <laughs> it, and was, the, it was Terrence
0: <laughs> ye- yeast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They got lazy. They didn't <laughs> want to lift I anything anymore. beer.
1: should have hired Texas yeast for that beer.
0: Too tired, chasing after his kids.
1: He's done. Uh, yeah, that's a good beer, though. Thank
0: it's you. really good, and yeah. it's 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 roasty and and I don't want to say ashy, but it's it there is like an ashy quality Ooh. to it. Yeah, a little bit. But I think it matches with that caramel, with that lactose, and it it's sort of unique in that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When did you brew? it? You know what I mean?
5: Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mini was what is it? July now, so maybe May.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. Oh. Yeah. That does not taste like a what is that two month old beer? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That's very very good.
1: Yeah. That's that happens when you, boil- you package it. I on? think the boiling adds <laughs> age. Also,
0: i have uh-huh. actually the first day we opened, we brewed a batch. It's still boiling.
1: Yeah, still boiling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we had to get a second kettle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's it's this is it, uh,
2: you, nice we can't drink. say this
0: often on the show. This is a very unique beer. Mm. I've never had a beer. Like this because sometimes, like I said, it's a little you know the acrid, but it works really well in the beer, mm-hmm. and it's it's uh, kind of unlike anything I've had. And sometimes yeah. really to like get this. that
1: viscosity, you've actually left it too sweet, as opposed. Oh, right. So you, you know you added viscosity rather than boiling to that point. I think that might be a difference. Um,
0: there's nothing. There's nothing that you can drink that you can say that it's like.
1: Yeah. This is this yeah. is
0: very unique. Yeah. You should lay some cans down. I like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah for that. sure. That's a good beer. That's mm-hmm. a very... I and mean, I love the concept of, of doing the regional desserts with the yeah. coffee. Yeah. That's brilliant, man.
5: Yeah, that's unique, that. too. Yeah, yeah, something different that not many people are... are nobody's doing Why
1: Are you just a dessert guy? What made you think of that? <laughs>
5: um, well, you know... <laughs> I, like, I, I like dessert. I mean, yeah. dessert. Yeah. I when it comes to our sauce, you know, there's that whole uh, pastry craze, right? Mm-hmm. But okay. I've always been about balance, uh, nice. especially being from Northern mm-hmm. California and... Um, heavy IPA guy okay. that type of thing I've always been about balance so the whole pastry craze is fine but I do not drink but overly like <laughs> overly sweet beers at all sure. like, I can't do it no so my whole thing was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so right. my whole thing was trying to create a stout that still gives the pastry boys what they want mm. but then also creating a balance within the beer that everybody it's approachable to everybody okay yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, just, you never know. Like Bevo's never seen a, a dessert cart that she didn't love. True. You know, going by the restaurant. Wow. So. Okay, that
2: was rude, <laughs> but also true. But also true. I
1: didn't know if that was your thing. All right. Well, now we got some mixed fermentation beer too. Yes. Uh, which is another thing that you. Uh, so you we've kind like of just make. started
5: getting into mixed fermentation. Um I've always been scared of trying, infecting the brewery, Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) so I never really wanted to get into it. But what ended up happening is um, my wife, her grandfather passed away a few years ago, and so she's kind of a beer fan, not too much. She drinks sours and stouts. So she asked me to brew a sour and like a commemorative of him. So this was before we opened the brewery. Uh, so I had took a whole bunch of dregs from a whole bunch of different breweries, Jester King, Mirage, Degard, Sante, uh, a little Cantillon, Um might have been one more in there. Okay. But pretty much what I did was created a whole bunch of dregs and
1: built up a starter on it. That's a real mixed fermentation.
5: Built up a starter, um, basically pitched it, um, and we did uh, yellow watermelon. But the process of it came out really good and really balanced that type of thing.
0: Yellow so, watermelon. Yeah, yeah. So Texas well, has yellow watermelon.
1: That blew my mind. Right, he now. had there. to also. Sully has a trademark on everything. <laughs> if he Sully would have uh, said the red else, watermelon, yeah. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> talked
4: about this before the show. Yeah, so yeah. You uh, talk about the water, <laughs> but you have to say yellow in front of exactly. it. Right. Exactly.
1: This beer is called yellow yeah, so high Texas watermelon version. Yeah, yellow, yellow high watermelon. Yeah,
4: I hear collaboration. That's all I heard. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, but don't say
5: the other. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> has, has a right. bag of water behind boiling. me. <laughs> so needless <laughs> to say, I wanted to start getting into mixed fermentation. So uh, Mike Moraz is a really good friend um, from Moraz Brewing Company up in El Dorado Hills, and Jeffrey Stuffing is a really good friend from Jester King. Oh yeah. Um, so basically, I went to them at separate times, got a little bit of information about trying to deal with mixed fermentation, not infecting my brewery, uh, different things like that. So we moved and I was cleaning out the garage and there was a uh, full growler in the garage. I'm like, what the hell is this, right? That's And you figure our garage does not go below 90-ish, 85 degrees right? yeah, yeah. the entire year, yeah. period. Yeah. Um, And so I was like, what the hell is this? Like, whatever it is, it's trash. So I'm getting ready to throw it away, and I open it. And I realized that it's the dregs from the sour yeast, from the original starter that I did. And it still smelled amazing. Really? what the Uh. hell? So I was like, you know what? (laughs) We're going to try something out. So I built up a few different starters. We went and got some red wine barrels, and that's what started our sour program. Okay. Um, So I did a base version. I did a version with... uh, peaches and mangoes which what you guys have and then then i did a version with cherries and raspberries okay so um pretty much they finished both finished around 3.4 3.3 um treated uh everything um after the fact so waited till you know it reached whatever ph i wanted uh ended up adding a ton of fruit to both of them um let it referment it and then we bottle conditioned and mm. yeah to me they so, came out pretty good. This is why you're crazy, man, because you took this this growler of dregs that
0: didn't get below 85 yeah. and you go, "You know what I'm going to do? Is I'm going to invest a bunch of money into it just to see if it works."
5: Yeah. <laughs> I think anybody would have thrown it out. And <laughs> hey, random business happened. partner, he is okay with it. We yeah. so were like, "Hey, we'll see how it goes." And That's a good business yeah. partner because yeah. this is a great. Well, what's amazing about him? Beer. Like what's amazing about him that I discovered is so recently um, a bunch of people from the Brewers Association came to the brewery because CBC is next year, right? Mm-hmm. So they were coming to scope out a different couple of locations. So I was opening some old bottles for them, different things like that. And my uh, business partner was like, oh, you know, this is great. Oh, I've never had this before. And I'm like, wait a second. Like, this came out six months ago. What do you mean you've never had this before?
1: But it's changed.
5: Yeah, but he's like... uh, I'm like, man, you have that much trust in like oh, what I'm you really doing. Oh, really haven't had it, okay. yeah. The to be able to where you're not trying <laughs> yeah. every beer that I produce because if it was the other way around, and oh, I yeah, right. like I was, yeah. I'm be trying, trying everything that you're coming out with. Oh, for sure, yeah. that would be in and our so, contract exactly. exactly. Right, yeah. And so you know, it's it's nice to have that type of relationship with him, but yeah, um, you know, he. He trusted me on it, and I made sure I had a little bit of research and spoke with a few people that are obviously successful in in mixed fermentation, and so we ran with it.
1: Well, I'm going to say, I'm listening to you tell a story about all the different dregs. You're you're making this really mixed culture, and I put my nose in the glass, and I'm listening, and I'm like, oh, man, uh uh-oh. It smells a little weird. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know how this is going to go. And then I taste it, and like JP says, it's fucking great. Yeah. It's a really, it's complex. Um, it, it is a true mixed fermentation. It's got a little bit of everything going on. It tastes great. I, j- it was just the the aroma was just funky enough that I was like, oh, this could go either way. Yeah.
5: So for <laughs> the peach mango, I think I let it sit on the fruit a little bit too long. <clears throat> um, I don't know. But it's still great. Yeah, it still came out pretty good. Mm-hmm. But my favorite so far has been that raspberry cherry.
1: Well, we got that in our glass yep, too. Yep. I haven't smelled this one yet. And so these are the first editions of these beers, mm-hmm.
3: and the first batch of the culture. Are you going to repitch?
5: Yeah, so um, I'm actually working on the next set right now.
1: Folks, it's uh, the Reverence wow. series, by the way, Reverence Wild Ale. Batch. The it, first one was the Reverence Peaches and Mango. Okay, just, now this one, the aroma is just solid awesome. It, it just yeah. Yeah.
0: It, it smells like fruit puree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like very
5: concentrated. Uh, Fresh fruit puree, yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah.
1: Really bright. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's bright, yeah. haven't tried it yet either.
5: Yeah, and at this point, I want to say the raspberry cherry is almost a year old. So.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, that's got a little rosé de gambrinus in it. So
5: it was aged in red wine barrels. Okay. Mm -hmm. A little tannin, I think, too, from that,
0: from the red wine.
1: Yeah. Low carbonation. Yeah. The
3: acidity and the tannins really help finish that out. From the aroma, you get all that sweet fruit character. I was... Really surprised on, in a good way that it just dried right out in the yeah. finish. Yeah, and you're you expecting it wine. to be sweet. I mean, yeah. it's got. a
4: I mean, this super sweet aroma. Um, but yeah, it's, it's got it's got a nice tartness to it as well.
5: I'd love to try it without the
0: the, the wine.
5: So, so we actually with. do have a base version of it. Yeah, but I only have six bottles left, and I want it to enter it in GABF. So okay, uh, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. I didn't send any of that. No worries. Yeah. No yeah. worries. And we can't give you a medal. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not Not today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so. That's all good, of man. all of this wild ale, ale series is done with this original blend that yeah. you did that sat in your garage. Yep. That's impressive. That's a great story. Yeah, really, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Especially because people are like, "F this guy." I've been working. On, I've been working on this for years, and my sours
4: don't taste like that. So, right. what are you doing? You're just using infected barrels? Are you repitching? I mean, how are you? Like, um, so, like- <laughs> no,
5: actually, we're fresh barrels and repitching. I haven't gotten to using or reusing barrels at this point yet. Mm. So, I've been um, basically. I bought a whole bunch of those one barrel Speedles, mm-hmm. and then uh, once it was done reaching the pH I want, transferred over to the one barrel Speedles, pitched through. And then bottle out of the Speedles.
1: What is that? What What is a one barrel Speedle?
5: Uh, actually, your sponsor, More Beer Self. The, uh, the plastic uh, the, the <laughs> And they're huge, bio. yeah, huge uh, yeah, they plastic, German. thick HD. Yeah. H- H D whatever,
1: uh Fermenter. Yeah. yeah. Are they conical too or just no. like a barrel no. Those type Those are the things. white yeah. white plastic yeah, the with white orange, top. The, orange top. the orange top exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 so uh, they're, like okay. the wide
5: okay. mouths you can clean them out or exactly. whatever. Exactly. Yeah. And that was yeah. the main thing. because uh, they're the wide mouth, it's easy to add fruit. Yeah. Um, that type of thing.
4: Okay. Yeah. Oh. Go more beer. Yeah,
5: I'm right? Yeah. Trying, right? Nice okay.
4: cross-promotion, Marcus. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. trying to that uh, a Way bit. to pull in the sponsor <laughs> yeah,
0: really right. effortlessly there. Yeah. He's read the uh, Sean O'Sullivan book to marketing. That's right. Uh,
1: yeah. We hand it out now to every guest. Now that right, Sully's right. back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here's your PDF. Yeah. Please
0: be familiar with the subject matter before, <laughs> before <right>.
4: attending class. <laughs> and in two minutes, you have to talk about Drake's, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And did did you say uh, puree is the, how you add the fruit yeah. too? So it is, okay. um,
5: actually, we used whole fruit and puree. Okay. Uh, so with the cherry uh, raspberry, it was raspberry puree, and then whole cherries. And then uh, the peach mango, it was uh, peach puree, and then whole mangoes. Okay. So
1: I like your halfway style. Yeah. You know, ten gallons if you're not sure, half fruit, half puree. You're like. You're a 50% guy. Yeah. It's always going to go well if you just go 50%. you put in 50% of the effort, well, it's always going to be a success. I feel like he puts C- in 100% of the effort, but he yeah. hedges his bets by 50%, oh, is okay. what it is. It. Terrence is the 50% effort Wow. Right. <laughs> oh. yeah. If we're lucky. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I
0: don't like yeah. Terrence is more of a 7%er, but that's just me. These
1: are all good. Mathematics. Yeah, they're really Thank nice you. beers. These are very good. Very good. Well, thank you for being yeah, here and talking yeah. with us, man, and coming all the way yeah, out here to do having. the show. Yeah. Um, we're going to do another segment where we screw around a little bit, but we have another bottle of your beer, so if you want to stick around with us, yeah, uh, I would love that. Screw around segment. Uh, yeah, I got, well, I got a little beer news to do. In fact, I found an article about uh, beer influencers you were mentioning. oh Ooh. God, I love beer influencers. You were, They're so important. Find <laughs> out if we were listed as oh. a beer influencer. It was like a top beer influencer list that I wanted to cover. If so Shimky's
3: on that list and we're not, I swear to God. I'm going to vomit and then get my own vomit. <laughs> if oh I'm going
1: to drink more of this uh, or peaches, peaches and mango. Yeah, the peaches and
4: mango are
0: great.
1: Mr. Baskerville isn't a fan of the sours, though, huh? I switched over nah, that because I feel like... That's good. You know what I mean? It's very, it's respectful. I got girls, a little yeah. too close, and now I feel like he needs me to go back yeah. to Mr. Baskerville <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that it's I don't true. get tackled on my way out of yeah, the studio. True. Just make sure you say bye to him.
3: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
8: yeah, yeah, that's
0: right. Kiss him on the cheek. Yeah, kiss yeah. him on the cheek. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. He's going to come around to the sour beer, though, eventually. It, it always happens. I, yeah, I,
0: I think you have to. Mm-hmm. I think you have to because IPAs, you can only go so long in that Target, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah what were you drinking before IPAs ever Hennessy he, Hennessy Hennessy oh, oh, wow. Hennessy. oh yeah well, well, that
4: he
1: that said that oh. I like an IPA yeah. Yeah. Bevo's <laughs> clapping back there <laughs> <laughs> Bevo does love her some yeah. Hennessy yeah it's true it's a true fact Man. what about your mom does she like beer she doesn't have any of your beer? No. Uh, my
5: mom, she's into uh, wine. But I recently got her, um, so I had a newborn last month. Oh. Congratulations. Thank you, And So she uh, came home, and I actually got her to drink a beer mosa. So I say that's wow. that's success if I got her to do that.
6: This yeah. is a trip to me, by the way. The, the baby or your mom? My mom.
5: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> The baby chugged a beer, no problem. <laughs> I, I
6: grew up in a family that doesn't drink. At all? At all. Yeah, like, I grew up in that. I, I got yeah. chased. I got chased up the stairs by my grandmother one time because I, me, I was taking a jello shot with all of the other cousins doing the same thing. I see. And so it's really strange to hear this because I never knew I didn't know my uncle drank until you started a brewery. I That's see. That's when I found out. So this is well, this is. Really is the lady. pastor, so he's not giving you the whole story, right? <laughs> so the pastor is <laughs>
5: to drink.
1: <laughs> because, that's right. And do you feel like everyone around him was worried that he would judge you if he caught y'all drinking? No. Uh,
5: so it wasn't no. about that. It was okay. more okay. so our grandma.
1: Okay. Our grandma okay. is okay.
5: the one that's like, no. She got you guys on speed dial. She's
1: like, Terrence is going to save us. He's yeah, a, exactly. He's the only one. The rest yeah. of you heathens in there.
5: <laughs> one one, of, you, shots. one yep. of you
1: spends your days in prison, <laughs> yeah, and the no. other one's going into beer. He's like the lead character in Doom.
5: But then what's also crazy is uh you know, my grand our grandma is that way now, but our grandma used to actually brew beer during prohibition. Okay. yeah. What? Okay. yeah. You got a recipes? I <laughs> wish. No, she I've asked. Do it. Yeah. She used to oh. brew beer in a bathtub. I, yeah. She used to she, brew beer in the bathtub with raisins yeah. and you know, all really? that type of stuff. And basically you know. her story is that um you know, this is during prohibition in Kansas. And so she mm. used to make beer and she used to make moonshine. And uh, somebody was yeah. on a roof um, <laughs> doing oh, yeah, uh, yeah. some construction yeah. okay. and drinking some moonshine, and they fell off the roof. Ooh. And um. being a young black woman in Kansas at that time, it was Ooh. like, please, uh, Lord, uh, don't let the white man take me away today. Yeah, yeah. And
1: if Because I hurt this idiot. If, yeah, yeah. I hurt him. If,
5: um, and, you know, if the police don't come, then she basically promised not to make. Beer or moonshine again. Okay. That, was yeah. okay. that was her deal. That was her deal. Yeah. And so the police never came, took her away, and so and she that's she never... she stopped. Okay. Wow. And so our grandma is ninety one at this point, and ninety two, and still and never did it again. And wow. so um, you know, I try to call her every so often to see if it might spark some memory, like grandma. You yeah. remember
1: yeah. yeah.
5: at least at least once every two months, grandma. You remember? Uh, I don't remember that. I, uh, once, I uh, once a week. Uh, she uh, she uh, won't do yeah. it. Give it out.
1: But um, do you know how many deals I have made with God in my life that I have not <laughs> yeah. that I have not kept up on? And For I'm sure. always like, yeah. "You're going to forgive me." You went back. You already it. know yeah. I'm an idiot, right. yeah. <laughs> So I he know accepts him. you. Yeah. yeah, that's what I always. Yeah, so, but she's but 91, she, but she stuck to it.
5: Yeah. So we have wow. you know some brewing yeah. pedigree within us. Yeah, she's us a from, good woman. You know, yeah. years yeah. upon years ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: that is fascinating though, and I wonder. Yeah, I was thinking like, oh, some like awesome pre-prohibition lager, but no, you're like, oh, there's the raisins, yeah. like who knows, whatever fermentables maybe she could find exactly. at yeah. some point, well, right? Well, and
0: I think the, the raisins, so my my grandpa in, in Greece was the village idiot. No, he was the village, <laughs> of, yeah. he was like the winemaker. Wow. So everyone had, you know, little vineyards and would make wine, and so what he would do, he had the, te- in Greece we have one hydrometer, right, and we share hydrometer, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he would go and do the, the tests, and he would go, okay, well, this needs a little more sugar, so he would take a bag of raisins. Okay. And put them in there to increase the the gravity. So maybe with something like that also,
1: that's Mm -hmm.
0: how you get
5: the the thing, ah,
1: oh, wouldn't it uh, be great to try? Wouldn't it be great yeah, to just she, unearth some bottle somewhere? Oh, exactly, you know, and some she, box. So she won't try
5: to even reproduce it as like a small batch or something. Yeah, yeah. but
1: you say yeah. now you, you you ask her from time to time, and she's just not able to really recall. Yeah, she doesn't or? really recall. Okay. she might, but that she ain't going to give it. That's up. That's, uh,
5: right? I mean, but that's she, knows, she, knows, she knows. She knows. She
6: knows all the recipes and all the stuff. Yeah, she won't tell us. Yeah, I
5: think it's at this point she really just won't tell us. Do you think it's in a diary somewhere? It actually is and one of our Mm -hmm. aunts has it. Mm-hmm. You gotta talk oh. to that well, yeah, aunt <laughs> right, She's exactly. go. not giving it up Because there's recipes in there That not they don't right. want to show hey, Which auntie is it? Which auntie has oh, <laughs> I'll have it by next week <laughs> Okay Oh Yo, here
6: we go auntie, I'm going to help pastor? I
0: am actually yeah, okay. I'll oh, house oh, it oh, for oh,
6: you Just
0: say I'll house it for you Go on vacation I'll house it for you It's like almost 70 The whole house will be tossed Like a cop show Everywhere You have like scanning equipment know
1: (laughs) I just like all the little family dynamics going on here. Grandma's not going to tell anymore. Because at this point, it's just a game. I'm not telling you. Auntie knows, but she's not going to tell. What's she get out of that? Well,
6: that's the problem. It's like she's the most anti- like, <laughs> al- no, al- al- like anti-alcohol of the entire yeah. family. Right. she definitely doesn't want. People but this is what written happened. down somewhere. Yeah, yeah. it's in yeah. a book. It's in it no.
4: a cookbook. Well, you got to get that. Cookbook. Oh okay. yeah, oh, let's yeah. go get it right now. Let's I, yeah. I want to see what's going on here. Yeah.
0: She's like the, yeah. like the, like the maester of your family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: I feel like we need to. <laughs> what we need to recruit some like private detectives oh, from Mister Baskerville's past to help us break in. we just need a few photos of the things. Exactly. Where's James Bond when we need Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's fun stuff. You have a great story, Marcus. I've, I'm glad that you have entered the brewing world because you're making you're making great beer. Absolutely. Thank yeah. Thanks for sharing it with us. Go check them out at Weathered Souls Brewing. It's in San Antonio, Texas. You can go to weathered, beer and, and learn more about it. And uh, I read on your website that you release a beer every Thursday. Yeah. Is that so accurate? Yeah, so we have all cool. best
5: Thursdays. So. Wow. Um,
1: Every single Thursday, you guys put out a beer. Yeah. And that's pretty cool, man.
5: Yeah. Um, it started as like trying to, you know, do a little one off stuff um, outside of like a core. And it ended up being a popular trend that, you know, now. So I kind of have to.
1: Keep yeah, up with right. <laughs>
8: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. You do it. I have yeah. changed the saying to "no good idea." Goes yeah, it's like
5: we yep. open at eleven on Thursdays, and if we don't post about the beer by one o'clock. People are like, "Are you guys releasing a beer today?" Oh my gosh! Yes, yeah. of course we are. It's yeah, just, we're running a little bit
1: late. Like really, because yeah. it's eleven fifty nine. Yeah, hello. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, what? Well, it was, probably was a good idea to begin with, and that's yeah. fun anyway. It kind of yeah, like us fickle beer lovers, we want something new every week, so that's exactly. cool. You know. Keeps Smart people on be.
5: their toes and uh, keeps people excited to come to the brewery.
1: Yeah, yeah, very cool. All right, well, if you want to learn about that and more, go to weatheredsouls.beer. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to do a little bit of uh, little beer news. I love it. And we'll wrap up our, our amazing Twitter game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I you know? got some
0: good, uh, you know. Really? The, okay. The Twitterverse yeah. surprises me.
1: All right. Oh. Yeah. Hang in there. You're listening Thanks, to the Karen. session. And we'll be right back. <laughs>
0: This is Matt Reynoldson from Firestone
1: Walker Brewing Company, and you're listening to the Session on the Brewing Network. Welcome back to the Session. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. We got a we got a lot going on here today. Too. Everett Junior the Third has joined us in the studio as well. It's family day here on the Brewing Network. Yeah, no. Terrence's family day anyway, yeah, family which is guy. fine. That's the rest true. of us don't have family, so we'll just use yours as our family. <laughs> yeah. um, and I was listening to uh, Everett Junior the Third speak with his younger brother Marcus, who's okay. our brewer guest today, of course. I need a flowchart. Uh, mm. And Everett pointing out. He can almost do no wrong because he's got the namesake. He carries on the name, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Marcus over here, uh, maybe maybe he's the golden boy with his brewery, but yeah. he 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 gets held to a standard. But Everett here, like you just you just get to skate on through, right? Yeah. Yep, just move yeah. on through. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, do you have kids, Everett? I have two. Have you named one of them Everett yet?
9: No, I no, they- skipped Everett. You did, and we went with Gage Falcon. Are you kidding me Whoa. right now?
1: You're yeah. on the Terrence naming spectrum. Yeah. yeah, exactly. exactly. I,
9: am,
6: I am. I had to. I had to try to outdo him. So, yeah. Terrence. Uh, give us all okay. your
1: kids' names, just so we know here. Uh, Jackson
0: Danger,
6: <laughs> yeah. Tommy Legend, and <laughs> Francis Wild.
0: Okay, and Everett. Uh, what is it again?
6: Yeah. Gage Falcon. G-
0: Man, <laughs> Everett Ever, <laughs> Ever Junior. The Third clearly doesn't watch enough uh, uh, Mike Myers movies. Yeah. <laughs> With the danger. Yes. I
1: can't remember. The, Austin, Powers. Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. no, he yeah. went another direction. Yeah. yeah, he went a
0: very much more mature direction. Yeah. Marcus, like, what, are are you you think? what are your kids' names? My kids have <laughs> <ever. Yeah.
1: laughs> yeah. uh, Your kids are going to be like uh, Paul and Mary. Yeah. No,
5: so I have two daughters. Okay. So I have uh, Paul Niara. and Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Niara, Elizabeth, and Nova
1: Sky. Okay, so oh, now yeah. you guys are too you You're all very creative. You're yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Try to be. Very creative names. But if he had a
9: boy, he was going to name him Porter.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, a beer okay. Cope. I like yeah. that. All right. Okay. Do you think though that Dad's mad that there's not going to be another Everett, or is that still not out of the cards?
9: It's definitely
1: out of the cards. It's out of the cards. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. I don't think.
9: No. No. He doesn't mind. He's not yeah. upset
1: that yeah. it's. I mean, it, I, could, that, it could come back. One I of had, your kids could have a. The Joker's out of the deck. I death.
9: had to That's kind of. You know. It was a, a conditioning. I see. Oh, Everett, but he didn't
1: mind. Okay. Oh, you he had you, to work him into it. That's what yeah. okay. you had to, yeah. to had to talk to him about it. to talk to him about it. Yeah, okay. yeah. So there was a moment that he was a little butthurt about the whole thing. If he was, he didn't show it. Okay. okay. Uh, All right. He kept it cool.
9: That's the former like corrections a guy. training. I know. He does yeah.
1: seem like a guy who keeps it cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I do like how he said, uh, hey, I just wanted to keep an open door with you guys. But mm. also... Not sure he ever showed a lot of emotion. He was like, "We're I'm keeping open door. We're cool. Everything's cool. We're all cool, right? Everybody's cool. Cool. You cool? I'm cool. Everybody's <laughs> cool, right?" Very fifties like <laughs> style. Yeah. Hey. That's it. What, I'm trying to am, your dad right? Am here. I? Yeah, yeah. Wait, am I right? Is he very even keel type of guy?
9: Yeah, he's pretty even keel. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when when it came to Marcus and our sister, yeah. he was well. He was already trained.
1: I see. You, know. um, you had <laughs> already run him through the through right, the ring. I've
9: already run him through the ring. So whatever. I did, and yeah. he made the adjustments from there. So when my sister came around, she, being a girl and the third kid, right. she had smooth selling.
6: Them. Mm. <laughs> okay. Smooth
3: selling. So. Okay. All Should right. we try to get a Terrence story out of these
5: two? Yeah, do you guys have any good? Yeah, oh,
6: uh, not about the two of them though. That's a weird. I don't no, know. No, no, a we'll a story the about Terrence, my fondest, my fondest uh,
5: memory about yeah. Terrence is uh, so Terrence used to be a, a fine collector of toys as a child. Oh yeah, this is true. <laughs> oh, yeah. Many many toys. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, Terrence. Yeah. Used Wait, to get does it.
1: that mean that he stole your toys? Right. No no no
5: no. Oh, no. Okay. Terrence used to have buckets and buckets and buckets of toys. Right. So wow. mind you, my brother's seven years older than me. Terrence is five years older than me. Yeah. Okay, four or five years older than yeah. me that type of thing.
8: Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: So I go to his house and I want to play with all the toys. But Terrence was one of those individuals nobody's playing oh, with my toys yeah, yeah. but me. Oh man. <laughs> Okay. He's not wrong. So that's what I remember most about Terrence is going <laughs> to his was, house and,
8: and, just did the, did hey,
5: and, Terrence, and Terrence was one of those ones that had damn. all the damn toys. Oh, right? Man. Oh. So he used to be really into like the WWF wrestlers so he had the whole the ring the whole entire ring <laughs> there we go. all, yeah. the, all of things the things the belt. The yeah. bell, everything. <laughs> hey, but you could never touch any of them. That's oh right.
6: my God, Terrence! Hey, you got to be careful. <laughs> if you hit them too hard, you smudge them up. Oh them. They
9: were made of rubber. Uh, you can't that paint. Uh, this was the eighties. They were made out of rubber. Yeah, let's <laughs> exactly. yeah, be real. But yeah. the excuse that he used to use is, "My dad said you, we can't play with my
8: toys."
6: Oh. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't an excuse though. My dad did say that. Are you kidding me right now?
1: No, when Yeah, he did. In your head, he said that. Yeah, possibly. Because you but needed yeah. a reason.
4: Yeah, right. Dad was Terrence? Yeah, right.
1: Exactly.
9: <laughs> so man. We used to we used to stay. Well, me, Terrence, yeah. and Will used to stay at our grandma's house. Oh man! In Compton during the summer times. Yeah. So Terrence, Terrence, and Will would bring their Nintendo, and we would play pro wrestling. Right. Terrence had one of the. Sticking with the wrestling, he had one of the WWF belts from the the 80s, and we would play pro wrestling on Nintendo for hours and hours
6: and hours. Then just move the belt. Whoever back. won got the belt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love whoever that. Got the belt. I never got that belt back. I don't think I ever beat them enough to get the belt back. So no, no. You no, shouldn't have you brought it anymore. <laughs> I mean, you should have left it at home, <laughs> yeah. Make
0: one out of cardboard.
1: <laughs> that's true. If you didn't win the last game of the day, when it's you went home belt. with your Nintendo, you yeah. don't go home with their exactly. belt. Exactly.
0: Nice. And they were bigger than me. I couldn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's only fair, dude. Can't yeah. button smash in real life.
1: Yeah. <laughs> What now, growing up in Compton, he won't talk to us about it. He's like, oh, it's fine. Everything's fine.
6: I didn't grow up in
1: Compton. He just said you spent your summers in Compton. Oh, okay. We spent summers there. So, I mean, was it fine or you had to lock yourselves inside and play Nintendo for it to be fine? Could you go ride your bike around the neighborhood or what?
9: We could do that. Okay. But there was times we went too far. Okay. So we.
1: (laughs) A couple blocks too far. So so
9: we'll live four or five houses down. Mm hmm. From our grandmother, okay, and then we have a, uh, another cousin, a play cousin, play that cousin. live right five <laughs> <Play> houses <laughs> down in the other direction, <laughs> which is Will's best friend. Okay, okay. so that was our scope. Of, that's your that's yeah, your yeah, that's yeah we perimeter. perimeter. Exactly. That's our perimeter. Okay, right, right there. So, but uh, our play cousin's brother, he had scooters, and so Will
6: Terry. Yeah. When I say when he said scooters mopeds mopeds
9: oh okay, mopeds. Right, okay. it okay, looks like yeah. five
6: of us Yeah. Jumped yeah. on two mopeds
9: oh, oh rode them to the other side of LA <laughs> five of us <laughs> yeah with the, t- yeah, a with a the tires off yeah, probably yeah. To go yeah. play basketball. we went
6: to Watts and so <laughs> oh, if you if you look at it so it will be from going from where we are right now to, like, downtown Martinez
1: without yeah. our
6: grandmother knowing where we are.
1: I know where you're talking about. Okay. And it's okay. not huh. as if Watts is in the right direction. Oh, no, 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 yeah. no, no. It's deeper. Okay. It's
6: deeper in the wrong direction. Okay.
1: I see. And someone's on fun. the handlebars? But How do you now, three people? wait, did you get caught? When we got back? When we you got did. back.
9: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that's that we spend you know the rest of our time inside. Inside, well, actually
1: playing Nintendo. Our, our Nintendo.
6: grandmother, who was what seventy at the time, maybe about about sixty-five, seventy years old at the time, five foot nothing, a hundred and nothing pounds. Yeah, is. Somehow manhandling all three of us. Sure. <laughs> okay. So, th- but she's beating us all the way down the street
1: to Will's house. Uh, drops uh, Will off. Disciplining you, Terrence. Uh, no, she
6: beating us <laughs> okay. all the way down to Will's house. Yeah. Drops him out, uh, off at the house and beats the two of us all the way back to. Uh, oh her
1: my gosh! House. Yeah, yeah. I
0: all
6: while
1: like, riding <laughs> a moped herself.
0: <laughs> yeah.
6: Yeah. And
2: then, and, like, and like, then you obviously gave her the wrestling belt.
8: Yeah,
1: yeah she won. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. won.
0: Yeah. She I, I feel like champion. women women back then, like back in the day, like Grandma. Especially, were they had much more coordination. I feel like than than <laughs> now because yeah. you can drive a car and swing at your kids, yeah. and not get into a wreck, hit the stop signs,
1: Absolutely. not hit anybody
0: else, mm-hmm. and then continue on through the house. And then everything is you know still fine. You're right. Yeah.
1: We've babied our parents That's true. nowadays. <laughs> that they true? they right. don't have yeah. all these skills anymore. Yeah, have developed. That Sully in my can't dad. do all those right. things. No. He's been babied as a parent. Yeah, you, yeah. Know. you, know, you go beat Ian. Yeah. he didn't so, develop
3: the homing fist. you could just <laughs> go back in the back seat and just hit the
1: kid. Automatically. Uh, right, I was with my babysitter every day, and she was allowed to beat us Wait, too. What? Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was at a nanny every day. My par- I had the working parents, right? So yeah. I, I would get dropped off in also in, in Woodier, as a matter of fact, and uh, we we had a radius too. We were allowed to go, you know, about about two or three blocks right there, mm-hmm. and uh, if we went past that, you know, back in the back in my day, also. Mama gave gave my babysitter permission to do, to do yeah. the honing oh. punch. Yeah, if, I, okay. if I'm acting up in the back seat, <laughs> he gets smacked upside the head. Wow. So stop but, playing with
0: your dick, Justin. <laughs> Bam. Yeah.
1: Again. Yeah. yeah.
0: You'll go blind. Yeah. Bam.
1: Uh, but you know what? I have nothing but fond memories, and I felt like it was nice to have someone keep me in line, to be honest with you, yeah,
2: now that
0: I think about it. To this day, I like getting punched in the I head. I, I, I
2: mean, I frankly, could totally start hitting you if you want.
1: <laughs> the, the truth is, I'm a fucking maniac without anybody giving me some rules, so hmm. I, I feel like it worked out just fine. There you go. Well, speaking of worked out just fine... This beer in our glass nice. yeah, wasn't uh, even on my beer list, but it's one of my favorites of yours. <laughs> what is this beer?
5: So that's Intercontinental Stout Team Champions. Okay. Nice. A little wrestling reference. that We did a collab with um, Kyle from Inu Island Ales. In, uh wow, that's good. He's in Oahu, so he used to be a former brewer from Raw's. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we've been friends for years, that type of thing, and we're like, oh, you know, finally let's do a beer. So this one's kind of the same thing, Thick Imperial Stout, uh, with this one's with vanilla and a geisha coffee. Mm. So geisha coffee, uh, the one that we use in our process for using coffee is kind of like cold steeping, right? Mm-hmm. So the same process is like making cold brew. Um, so you don't act, extract any of that like bitterness or sure. anything like that out of the coffee. Well, you extract some of those other flavors from it, so you get the, like, green tea, some of that berry characteristic, stuff like that. So this has actually been, like, the favorite coffee that we've worked with thus far. It's great. Yeah, it's really good. It's very complex and gives different notes to the stout, and it just, you know— for, it's crazy because when we came out with it, uh, you know, some people don't like to read, right? So <laughs> within, like, the, going <laughs> within, with like, the description, <laughs> yeah, you know, within the description of the beer, story, no, like, uh, we put that, you know, there's these type of flavors within the characteristic of the beer based on the coffee. Okay. So there were people that were like, oh, this tastes like fruit. Oh, there must be some type of infection dealing with this beer, blah, 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 blah. I mean, people
0: online know more than you do? That's yeah, weird. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, oh,
5: okay um but you know that's just the natural flavors that that geisha coffee produces from using a super expensive coffee and it's like okay well if i'm going to use this super expensive coffee then of course i want the notes from that coffee to be prevalent within the beer that i'm producing so so
1: you're saying it doesn't matter how much you listed that in the description people will then complain that there's these off flavors that you've clearly listed in the description exactly okay i got you now
0: that's a wonderful beer. Yeah, hey, how yeah. how is the, the the community in San Antonio, the drinking community? How do they respond to big, chewy, high alcohol stouts? I would imagine that in the just the the climate of San Antonio, you wouldn't really be mm. like. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So we have, stuff, have but, you know we have those that
5: are in heavily into craft, right? Yeah. So for them, this is their jam this is what they want to come drink when they come to the brewery that type of stuff okay. but then we have the people that are still newer to the craft scene still newer to to what we're producing and they're like oh this is too thick or you know sure. dealing with the like treatise stuff oh this is too much um,
1: Okay. That's so you kind yeah,
5: of deal with both aspects of it and so that's why with some things we try to create a balance so we can kind of hit both aspects of it mm-hmm. yeah But like I said, you
1: know. He's make less of it.
5: Yeah. Uh, Dylan, you know, at this point, it's like we've kind of been known for more of the stouts that we're doing. So I'm kind of moving more towards of what I want to do towards the stouts and not trying to appeal to everybody. Yeah, uh, because now it's. You know, there's, we're gathering people from other cities within Texas and stuff sure. like that to come kind of fill that void. And so... um Keep doing it your way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They taste
1: good. Keep doing yeah.
5: it your way. Everyone else will figure it out. Yeah. Absolutely. Is Maybe this it. also in the 20 bricks range? Uh, uh, no. It is a little bit lower,
3: yeah. Okay. I've never had that sweet of a beer taste so balanced it's, with all mm-hmm. the other flavors. Yeah. it's It mm. just sh- tastes like wort. Like mm-hmm. chocolatey, <laughs> cocoa yeah.
0: chocolatey nib kind of thing. Yeah. It, yeah. It's that's you should enter this yeah. this one yeah yeah <laughs> definitely
4: GBF
1: yeah. this E-where. one too
0: I didn't say GBF I yeah
5: <laughs> 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 jeez
1: it's a World Cup year too you know. Yeah. I, know, I think yeah.
5: World Cup is coming to San Antonio. So it is. That's right. I just oh, saw right. that. I, I just That's looked exciting. it up the
1: other day. Uh, the Put Craft this. Brewers Conference and the World Beer Cup. We only go on World Beer Cup years because we yeah. do the awards. Okay. Uh, is in San Antonio. So I will be there yeah. in San Antonio with well, you.
5: You guys will definitely have to come hang out. We will. Absolutely. Put Absolutely.
1: this beer in there.
0: This is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I think this is my, my favorite beer. Yeah, it was a nice. little...
1: I just saw it... Well, because Bev was like, which beers do you want? And I said, all the other ones. And then there was one <laughs> There was one too many, according to my list. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. well, let's we'll, we'll taste that at the end. Fuck it. Yeah. And uh, took a little sip at the break and was like, oh, okay, well, that's even better than the other ones. Yeah, yeah. I really like that. It's a nice beer.
3: That, all right. That'd be a hard category to enter, though. Oh, here, here comes the gray things. cloud. <laughs> 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 no, I'm saying, gotta... where which category would you enter it in? Not...
1: That's not what you're nothing, saying. Nothing, That's not what you're saying at all. So let me interpret you. Here's yeah. what you're saying. You're going to have a really hard time in life with this, <laughs> with, this with this beer. I know you're trying, yeah. and but you're here, doing a good job. Here's but where you're, you're going wrong. But here's where things are going to be difficult for you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Trust me, I know. <laughs> when you get to like the the
3: coffee beer, or the, the stouts, and, and uh, barrel-aged beers that have all sorts of different things added to it, yeah. it makes it hard to to pick which category because they have specialty. They have actual coffee category. Right. I did that,
5: unfortunately, last year. I entered a stout into GABF and I entered the wrong category. So I completely oh, yeah. understand what you're saying. Yeah.
1: Well, Sully, being a super judge.
5: Yes, hello there. Who's somebody <laughs> speaking to me? <laughs> what
1: What do you think you would enter this beer under? Uh,
4: you know, I think, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. You'll, you'll win an IPA. Uh, no, I think, uh, well, I haven't really looked at the, the categories that have kind of morphed uh, from last year to this sure. year, but, you know, there's 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 sort of catch all categories, you know, other strong ales. Uh, there's, you know, yeah. there's things where. Just actually, straight this, specialty this, beer, this right? Year you, Marcus, you probably know. It's like uh, there's where you there's mixed different types of fermentation. There's no base style that you even have to list now. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, sort of amorphic, kind of, like, allowable, like. Uh, different ingredients and different fermentation, different styles. Okay, so you don't have to list your base style and then what the what the novel ingredient is anymore.
1: You don't. No. You just say what do you do? You just enter it. And just well, like you
4: know, if you entered like let's say uh, a coffee category, you'd have to like, listen li- list like what the base beer maybe what you used, and then you know what you know what novel ingredient and then is what right else? In there. Yeah. Okay. So, they catch so, it. So, yeah, so now there is definitely, like, you don't have to list the bass style, which is actually confusing as a judge, if I could pull the curtain back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Because you're not, you're judging these kind of, like, you know, v- these sort of catch all categories, and you, they have to list the style, and so you're not, you know, it doesn't taste like a Pilsner with, you know, different types of fruit in it or whatever, it's yeah. like, it's like, you're guessing it, tastes it, like it tastes like a new beer, you know, so you're almost just judging it as sort of a best in show style, which is like, well, let we'll just judge the beer for the, you know, on the basis of that beer.
1: Yeah. Not against something else. Not, just yeah, not
4: like it doesn't taste anything like a Pilsner. Well, of course it doesn't because it has like four different types of fruit and it was put in a barrel or whatever. You know? Right.
1: But is it well brewed and does it stand yeah. out? Yeah. Is yeah. it nice? Is, is, is yeah. it a
4: quality beer? Is it balanced? Yeah. Is, it, is there harmony? That's the big thing about, you know, in, in beer judging is, or in, in brewing and judging is, is there harmony amongst the ingredients? Okay. so
1: I like that word. You I think I might have, it. have said Harmony. too
4: much. I don't think I'm being invited back next year to the GABF by the way. But <laughs> yeah. glad, I, right. glad I brought that topic up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, Warren.
3: Yeah. Oh, whoa. Yeah, Warren, he did pull a little bit. Well. <laughs> <laughs> this is my last show. He used my real name. <laughs> That's I'm yeah. in trouble.
1: That's the chopping block yeah. right there. Yeah. Sully will know it, too. One day I'll be like... Good job, Sean. <laughs>
4: yeah,
1: yeah. I don't even know that that word's ever crossed my tongue since... like, the, I don't even I,
4: think you knew my name. <laughs> since the day after
1: I met you, it's been Sully. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of Sully, JP... Yes. Oh, have you heard of uh, the 21st Amendment's new uh, year-round beer called Spark Ale?
0: No, I haven't, actually.
1: You know what? It's a 5.5% ABV... Get, get this. I'm, I'm sitting down. Uh, zero IBU. What? Beer. I think that's incredible. Zero. That's weird. Nuns. Damn, dude. It's a sparkling rosé ale. Okay. And it's essentially a hybrid between a cider and a beer.
0: I feel that's so unique in the marketplace.
1: It is. Wow. They brew it with apple cider juice and grain-based sugar. Wait, grain-based sugar? Grain-based sugar.
0: Man, the the people over there at the 21st Amendment in San Leandro and San Francisco are are doing a very good job.
1: At yeah. Pushing the Style back, dun, 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 We haven't... I have to learn the address of uh, San Leandro. Yeah, it's
0: like 1300 blocks. <laughs> I know. Not, it's not a catch It's 2010, but, like, 2010. 2010.
1: 2010. 2010 Williams
4: Street. 2010 a Williams through Street. through yeah. Z. And yeah. five,
1: six, three Second Street. Uh, then they back sweeten it with peach, cranberry, and cherry juice.
0: See, I would, I've had similar ones, but they've been front-sweetened.
1: Yeah, yeah this was so back. I feel like the
0: back-sweetened would be better. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's the way to do it. Yeah. So, is it a cider? I don't think so. It no. doesn't sound like it but it sure tastes like one. Wow.
0: Maybe you should just play the old ad. (laughs) Was Andy Wood (laughs) making fart noises for a minute? Watch out!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is the perfect beer for summer, and it's also gluten-free. It's got less than... uh, Sorry, it's gluten-reduced. It's got less Mm. than 10 parts per million of gluten uh, for those who are looking for a good uh, ale alternative to big malty beers. Yes, JP?
0: Uh, What if your name isn't Summer?
1: Uh, then you'd like it as well. Okay. It'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, go check it out. It's Spark Ale. It's a new year-round beer from 21st Amendment, and uh, I've been seeing it on the shelves. I've been consuming it myself. Oh, nice. Me and my peers have been enjoying it. Your peers? Yes. Peers? Yeah. Thank you. My beer drinking friends have been enjoying it. It's a good summertime beer. Go check it out. Spark Ale. Okay, let's close out that window. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we gotta figure this out. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah.
1: I tried. Uh, to figure
0: here. It you. Like, you wouldn't like, You yeah. wouldn't it's like let you're me. You're singing me
4: a ballad. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's not <laughs> <laughs> singing. I think it's perfect.
3: Is this but, the first live read that we've done live with the person the read's
4: been about? No, it's happened. It's the second. Second yeah. one oh. when I've been here, and, and,
3: just, and
1: it was discussed off air ahead. Yeah, we did. And I tried it. to talk to Sully about how to do it. and He wouldn't have it. No, I.
4: We talked about it. What's interesting was you do it when I'm here. You get bright red. I noticed.
0: <laughs> light up
1: like a cherry. It's difficult. Because
4: I'm watching
0: you. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I'm listening. That's a difficult one. He,
0: he does that when he does a read in front of you or when I talk about pit bulls.
4: Yeah. 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 Either yeah. one. I mean, yeah. Use your full, when I use your full name, we may pull, pull the sponsorship. That
0: Justin Crosley. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, there yeah. you go. Isn't, it, isn't your biz is like uh, Michael or Robert? Isn't that the middle name?
1: No. My what brother's middle name is Michael.
4: I'll just call uh, you Michael by mistake and you know the pro- <laughs> problem. All
1: right. Well, let's move on. Let's do it, please. So, uh, yeah, I found this article on uh, titled, These Beer Influencers Are Actually Worth Following on Instagram. Oh. And it was on... Well, a-
0: I know we're not going to be on this list. Right. Uprox.
1: <laughs> you know this site? Uprox.
0: Yeah, Uprox. Up yeah, Aprox. it's like BuzzFeed, but uh, for <laughs> it. younger millennials. Yeah, That's with two X's, right?
3: Yeah.
1: Well, I'm not going to read everybody on it, but I will fast forward that we are not on it. Okay, good. Oh. Yeah, I figured. Have and Shimky is not on it. Oh. <laughs> And I'm a little. uh, I'm not offended, but I do feel like anything digital having to do with beer. Yeah. Should have the Brewing Network at the top of the fucking list. I'm sorry.
0: I agree, but it does specifically say worth following on Instagram.
1: Oh, Uh Oh, but that's digital.
0: Well, right, beer. but, I mean, I don't, know if As
1: our Instagram bad? I don't know if you've seen our Instagram page. What's wrong with that?
0: No, it's not. <laughs> you don't have a lot of followers. But anyway. I think I think a lot oh of like Oh, my the, God.
1: I will kill you, Sully. <laughs> the bigger influencers. We just fought about this last week. I,
0: I listened to the show. That's
4: what I'm i I think we do have
1: a lot of followers. How many followers do we oh, have? Oh,
0: damn. Black Brew Culture.
4: Right up there thousand? at
5: the top. That's nice. Black
1: type? Brew Culture was yeah. the first one. Yeah. Uh, they have we have more followers than them they have 11,000 followers
0: yeah but it's not about followers it's how, about can you influence.
1: look up how many we have
0: uh, it's about full. You guys are in 30,000. Yeah,
4: 30,000. 30 30, like 30, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. 30. Okay, you can't tell me that followers also somewhere along the way equals influence? Uh, uh-huh. well, no, but the, the, you tell the, the, So a 2,000 follower person can have influence? 2,000 fucking idiots? The trend
0: now is, is micro-influencers. Uh, fuck off. Yeah. Wait, what <laughs> it is It is. I'm telling you. It's uh, like um, if you want to get like sub 5 I'm
1: tired of you, you and your p- social media, uh, JP. I'm
0: just saying,
5: man. Black
1: brew culture, huh? Have you yeah. followed them? Anybody know oh, of these people? Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. Oh.
5: Uh, I know a few of them. I don't actually.
1: mean these people.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I
5: know mean. Uh, oh my god! I
2: can't yeah. believe that just happened.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 this is why we didn't make the list. Yeah, I follow a couple Come on, people that, that like uh, repost their stuff, but
5: I I don't follow yeah. them
1: directly. Well, they say uh, Mike Potter. I, know I they guess who started this. their
5: souls, so I don't have anything wrong. With there oh, we go. Okay, there you
1: go. <laughs> Mike Potter wants to upend the white dude with a beard stereotype oh. that has gripped American craft beer for hey, uh, the better part we, of three we're just decades. Talking about that yesterday. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he founded Black Beer Culture out of his Pittsburgh digs. It says, um, and the movement and its corresponding Instagram account have been instrumental in bringing a wider awareness to Black American brewers and beer lovers, who also uh, serving as a spot for novices to learn about uh, beer blah blah yeah. blah
5: and then they have fresh fest coming up too in pittsburgh
2: i was just gonna say is he the one that puts on the beer festival yeah
5: so yeah uh, we tried to book him for a while actually uh, okay yeah. uh so yeah fresh fest is uh like a all uh black brew or er, brew festival i guess um yeah so there's so, like
1: four breweries there
5: I, I think I it's like, 20. But there's going to be a yeah. few you 70, And then they... Uh, I
1: mean, what? Uh, Y'all were thinking... Now, uh, how many breweries really what are there?
5: What they've started doing is pairing breweries with <laughs> other breweries, right? So I want to say New Belgium is going to be there this year. Well, how does uh, that count? Well, they're pairing with, a like, another black vendor in, okay. in
1: Pittsburgh. Okay. Oh. So...
5: You know, I mean, at the end of the day, there's not many black brewers. There's
1: not exactly no,
5: but but there's know, gotta they're, be. They're doing something good. I guess their first year they did really well. I didn't participate yeah. the first year.
1: Why? Uh, you were invited.
5: I was invited, mm. um, but it was one of those things for me because of where I'm at. I didn't know what the. Response of it was going to be. What like is Tell me what that means.
1: Meaning you didn't want to be like pigeonholed into something like that or what? Exactly. Okay. You uh, want to be known as a brewer? Is that like you Well, for
5: me, I mean, you know, like I said, there's not many black brewers, but that's not my primary focus. I don't yeah, yeah. want to be known as be a powder, brewer. You want to be broader. You want to, like. I'm a brewer. So, so you were
1: concerned that it was like, oh, I'm just. I don't need a label. Exactly. Yeah. Okay.
5: Uh, and, so I didn't participate the first year. I'm participating this year. Okay. Uh, nice. But, you know, they have a pretty good program growing. It was pretty successful the first year. Uh, Pittsburgh made it a holiday. Uh, oh, that's cool. So, yeah. I mean, okay. you know, it should be a pretty dope event going on this year. That sounds yeah.
1: fun. All right. Well, they were number one on the list right there. Mm. If they're in order. Uh, then, and this one I like, I'm a fan. Um, and I'm not a fan of many beer people because I'm a very jealous individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I heard you're the best. But I am the best.
0: <laughs> at being jealous. You're
3: right.
1: But this person is the best at what they do, which is like a higher brow version of what I do. Mm. And that is Corey Smith over at Good Beer Hunting. Mm-hmm. He's good. Uh-huh. You ever read his stuff? Mm-mm. He's nope. good. He's a great he's writer. He's yeah. got a great perspective. He really takes time. He's he's more into beer than I am. I'm into the people. I'm into the, like I like the I like the stories. The stories I like right? I like yeah. the culture. He's he's really into the beer and he does a good job representing it. So, I like that he's on there um, as their number 2. Less followers than us, by the way. Just want to fucking point that out. <laughs> Um, uh,
0: well, you know what? Hey, man, look, if you if you go with the attitude that every every follower, every like on Twitter, 40% off the top bots and junk accounts, right. th- then all the numbers don't mean anything.
1: Okay, well, if you take 40% off our numbers, we still have more. No more. Yeah. So I'm just saying. I'll give you that, and yeah. we're still above. Yeah. So I'm bothered by that part. <laughs> Except right. Corey belongs on the list. See, well, there you go. I'm pretty sure, and I haven't looked at it in a couple of hours, but I scrolled down the rest of the list. Every other person on the list is a female Instagram yes. influencer, very beautiful, oh, of, oh, varying degrees of sexiness in their photos. Some okay. of them don't Terrible. rely on sexiness; others are in a full-on bikini top. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll let you decide how the follower ratio go, ratio goes as anyone. you as you. And and I'm not saying some of them actually. Some of them are brewers uh, at, at, at different breweries. I, I'm not. Saying that it, that that takes away from their credibility, I'm just pointing out that everybody else on the list is a is a is a female of varying degrees of um, their own photos that they take of themselves. Sexiness.
5: Most so of the time, they got the titties out.
1: So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: So, you're saying we're going to have to start wearing bikinis and all of our appearances on the
0: BN?
5: Exactly. I've always wanted to do like a parody Except account.
2: Except me, I'm wearing a wetsuit. Of,
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> of like recreating some of these photos, but as, as a guy, yeah. it'll be just to see, but I've never, I've never done it.
2: Wait, though, I,
1: I want to be clear. I'm not saying they don't have other merits. Uh, that wasn't my point. Some of them, actually, I might uh, go and have a look because they have careers in beer and it's not. I'm, I'm saying not all of them are just using sex. That was right. not my point. No, no. But the, uh, the, follow, the, the ratio of followers has to do with which ones are using sex is all.
5: That's 100% mm. true.
1: That's all I mean. And then, it, yeah, so it just kind of goes, keeps going. So you're saying is you think Femal, the sex part female. is sort of
4: influencing the followers. The follower part. Mm. Got it. I said, just I wasn't sure that. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, whether that was the intention or not, it's the result. So if you're you watching me scroll, you can just kind of see. Anyway, go to Uproxx. You can look, and you can complain that we're not on the list. That's really what my problem is, is that we're not on right. the fucking list.
0: Well, not enough. we don't have enough skin. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, I will say this, though. We're not you're right, looking. Beardy. If, if I found Shimki on that list, I would be very, <laughs> very upset. We'd Very upset. Yeah. Like we made her. She thinks, the she thinks it's the other way She thinks it's the other way around. I might
4: have read Sully, that somewhere. Sean. I, I, Sean? Sean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. 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 Jonathan, yes. Sully, O'Sullivan? Yes. Yeah. There will be two new co-hosts next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. What happened to Sully? Oh, uh, you don't want to know. He's dead to us. <laughs> <Yeah. clears
1: throat> All right, one more bit of beer news I wanted to put in here. Um, and this was a little article about uh, whether or not Anheuser-Busch InBev can show craft beer... The Way Back to Growth. <laughs>
0: what is that? <this>? <laughs> that sounds like a nonsense article. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I thought so too. I'm and interested. then I read into it, and it, it did have a specific item. Uh, to talk about, and I thought this was was interesting because I've noticed it on the shelves myself, and that mm-hmm. was you know essentially you know craft beer is not seeing the the meteoric rise that it had been on. Right, um, it, it's still it, going up, still going not, up, yeah. absolutely. It was yeah. like
0: twelve percent now it's like three percent or something like that, it's, and, and whatever it's it is,
1: it's still it's not it's not in decline. Yeah, um, so it's still, but it's still something everybody talks about. But the the point the article was making, uh, and it was two sides of the story. And it's about a 15-pack. It oh, yeah. was specifically focused on a 15-pack. And the what? reason Anheuser-Busch was brought up is that because the, the breweries that they have bought, they have focused on this craft beer, um, obviously by definition they're not craft beer, but they're calling it craft beer 15-pack. And that it has resulted in, uh, uh, they, they basically reduced the price... But sales are going way up so that some breweries, um, like I think they use Breckenridge as an example, who got bought by Anheuser-Busch, seeing sales rise by 50% Whoa! by offering this 15-pack that kind of sits in the middle. And Jim Cook even, uh, there's a quote from Jim Cook at the end where he's a little concerned about the 15-pack, but he makes a good point where it's like, What consumers are seeing with the 15-pack is they're like, well, it's almost like a 12-pack, but I get three free beers. Exactly. So I'm going to buy buy this, whether it's craft or not. So Mm. they're buying from 10-barrel. They're buying from Golden Road. They're buying from whoever might be putting it out at a price that I feel like I'm getting three free beers. Well, that's exactly what
4: happened. I mean, founders with the all-day was kind of the, the instigator of that. They started that yeah. whole thing with the 15-pack. And it was really kind of sold on price because it was essentially like you're getting 15 beers, but like you said, you're, you're paying for 12. Yeah. And so we jumped on board on that. Yeah. And okay. we were like, we got to do this. This is awesome. This is going to get us a lot more placements on the East Coast. And it was a huge, big you know thing for us. But if you kind of looked at the margins on it, it was a bit of a challenge. Sure. You know, you're, because you're you're not making what you think you'd make. Now, And a company like Anheuser-Busch – they don't because have to. They don't have to worry about it because if they make a nickel off each one, it doesn't matter because the volume's like you know through the roof. So and so if, we so we pulled back. We went back to 50, from fifteen to 12s. Oh, but you now, did? Yeah, we're not. You know, we don't do that anymore because it just wasn't it wasn't cost effective. And the other thing that's interesting, I don't think anybody talks about, is the fact that. Would you put a 15 pack physically put a 15 pack on a shelf in a grocery store? It takes up way more space than a 12. Yeah, yeah, and so your your you know your you know like your large grocery store chains are not you know particularly fond of it because they have to restock it more. There's more you, you have to pay attention. That's to that actually time. true. I see. Yeah. I see. I was
0: at the store the other day and I used to see the founders 15 packs. Yeah, I, I don't see any 15 packs. It's yeah. it's it's all the six packs now or maybe some 12 packs, but it's. There's a, so many breweries crammed in the same amount of, of space. They're not buying larger refrigerators. Yeah, they're right. kind of consolidating yeah. everything. So
4: yeah.
1: Yeah. I would see
0: fifteen packs as more of a hindrance, almost. Well, I didn't well, think about the likes stock.
1: It. Yeah, right. and they
4: like it because you're you know you're paying you're paying less for more, basically.
1: So. I'm an honest guy. I'm just going to say, I bought a Founders 15 pack this weekend. Wow. I was going to a Fourth of July barbecue where I knew, I, drink, <laughs> I knew that I was going to drink. I knew that I was going to drink two of the beers that I brought, yeah. and yeah. all of the attendees of the barbecue were going to dive into the cooler and drink yeah. the rest. And I'm telling you, I, the same thought went through my head. I was like, oh, three extra beers for the price of the other one. I don't Founders. I don't mind. It's a good beer, and uh, threw it in the cooler. Just as I thought, I drank two, and everyone drank the rest. Um so but I think that there the 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 point is is still being made about the devaluing of of good beer and Jim Cook was worried about that. The article does point out though that the the fan favorite among uh most craft brewers is still the four pack. The, the the whether that be a four pack sixteen ounce or or a four pack higher end twelve whatever you're doing, um, hmm. and you're you're still uh, getting a premium price as a craft brewer, and I think that most of us still feel like we're getting a premium beer, um, and that that has not gone away at all. Mm-hmm. But there's this worry, at least among yeah, craft mean, brewers, yeah, is a, the fifteen pack going to save us or kill us?
4: Well. Mm-hmm. I mean there's that but I mean in general it's like you just don't want the price to drop. I mean nobody wants to start selling on price. That's a danger. And so the thing about large breweries like Anheuser Busch is they don't want it to do it either because they're already fighting in the middle you know the middle with with their you know Budweiser yeah. and so with their premium uh, loggers but so they want that higher price point for their craft Products. Right. And so they would rather not see that. So I just think it's a. Well, I, I think they're just offering that is sort of a, a distraction almost uh, to get the consumer into. Um, the 15 pack get, get them into what they're selling, yeah. on, on price, and, and, and then they'll, and they'll buy something else.
1: Well, check this out. I think you'll find It's this like when you
4: go to the store and you see band aids or something's on sale, you know, and you like band aids, you know, whatever it is, band. Yeah, you know, yeah.
0: you're an old man. I, have, yeah. I now have like a
4: case. Yeah. of I was Band-Aids in the hospital a month they, ago. They yeah. got on, me me in
1: once, and I was like, these yeah. band aids are the best.
4: They suckered <laughs> me in. I was trying to think of a consumer product where like you go and you buy it, and you see it like it's on sale all the time, and then it drops off sale, and you probably you may, you might still buy it. You so stick
1: with it, yeah. Right. yeah.
0: Band-Aids.
4: So yeah. one thing I would worry about
3: <laughs> that was actually a deal uh, a couple of years ago here in the state of California was Anheuser-Busch was lobbying to increase the amount that, of money that they could essentially give to yeah. retailers. Oh. And mm-hmm. so all they have to do is get those types of bills passed. And then, hey, look, Anheuser-Busch buys the stores new shelves that can accommodate. Well, then that's back pack. to where
1: we were. Well, you can't yeah. do that.
4: But, I mean, what you're saying, you're talking about a bill that was passed basically to give away free goodies at, like, uh, an event, is that what I think you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like a, right. Like a tasting. Like, I don't know how much it is now, but they wanted to increase to, like, let's say, three bucks. Right. Um, so, like, you know, the good folks, at Tom McCormick at the craft, uh, California Craft Brewers Association, um, who's, like, you know, essentially fighting for all of our, yeah. you know, rights out there in terms of craft beer uh, in California Marcus? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, yeah. and so it's a lobbying effort out there to kind of keep, you know, them in check. And so... Yeah. What I yeah, didn't you got to do it because well, you don't want free stuff. Yeah. Sully, I want
1: you to listen to these numbers. Sorry, I'm... Because I this. found this interesting. Let's talk about Band-Aids. So here's... <laughs> Because you're talking about how uh, these big breweries can also afford, you know, these, these kind of discounts. That it's not that big a deal. So here's a, here's four brands, uh, and I think these are all AB brands. And then I'm gonna and I'm gonna wrap it up with a fake craft brand. Oh, so Blue Point Brewings Toasted Lager. Uh, they've reduced that by four dollars and thirty cents. That's down to thirty one eighty two a case
0: for a fifteen pack.
1: A case, a case, twenty-four. Okay. So now we're at a case. Wow. Uh, but it's just it's it's kind of giving the um, thirteen bucks for a case. That's crazy. Thirty-one dollars and eighty-two cents for a uh, a quote-unquote craft brand case. Okay, Let me sorry. get through them. The, the point yeah. the point will be made at the end. Right. Uh, four Peaks, uh, they have a logger. They're they're down a, a little over four bucks too. They're at like thirty-two bucks a case. Golden Road. Um, Boo. their 15 pack, this one, uh, is 26 bucks. Uh, Goose Island, uh, an AB, uh, brand, right? Um, their case is 22. Now here's the, here's the kicker. Miller Coors own little fake brand, 10th and Blake. Mm-hmm. We worked for them at one time, JP. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 10th and Blake. Best job I ever had. Their average case, over 41 dollars. Wow! What? And this is kind of your point, Sully. Where like they're they're gonna they're gonna do this thing where they can afford to to sort of lose money, but they're still gonna hold on to some premium, or they're gonna snap back. They're gonna surprise us with what's premium. Mm-hmm. So they're keeping their own Tenth and Blake brand as premium, mm-hmm. while reducing some of the craft that they bought, like um, like Golden Road. Yep. For example, and by doing those 15 packs for Golden Road, uh, they're saying this: what is it? IRI? These yeah, that's, how, that's
4: what. That's what you know was scanned across a uh, you know the, the, the grocery store
1: shelf or uh, checkout. They saw they saw a 52 percent gain in sales by dropping the price, offering a 15 pack. Uh, losing margin, obviously, right? Right. Um, but then again, keeping their own little fake craft brands as super premium up above all of the others, and it's a sneaky little game, is what I'm. is why, sure. is why I'm pointing it out.
0: I wonder <laughs> how much of that is the price drop versus the 15 pack. And did they A/B test it? You know what I mean.
4: Yeah, well, IRI, I IRI data is we, you know, if you sell your beer in large grocery store chains, it's like, that's what you live and die by. Mm. And that's what grocery stores, like, pay attention
1: to, okay. national sales. They don't care about companies. the other numbers, okay. Well,
4: they want to know if it's moving, you want to know what the velocity is and points of distribution and, you know, how much they're making on each, okay. on each um, yeah. package they're selling and all that. So. It's like, you know, that's impressive and so if you see that kind of data, let's say you're doing a presentation and say we're up 52%, like, you know, they go like, all right, that's a well, big number. It's yeah. a big number and they might, you know, slot you in somewhere else. Yeah. So, and to me, I do do not sound like a brewer right now
1: at all. No, 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 no. (laughs) I like to read this every now and then because I, I've said this before. I feel like uh, uh, we and I can tend to be insulated in our little uh, beer beer nerd world where we don't pay attention to this kind of stuff. We can talk about it. We can comment on it. Yeah. And I can give you my little stupid opinion about it. All right. But in the but I'm not living or dying by it. Kind of like you're saying, Sully. So so every now and then. So in other words. To me, you tell me Golden Road's growing, anecdotally, I'm like, no, they're not. Who gives a fuck about Golden Road anymore? No, they're Okay, growing. well, clearly I'm wrong. Yeah. Somebody gives a fuck. Well, and, they
4: bought those breweries. They you know, want them to perform, so they're going to yeah. do everything they can to make them perform. And they're going right. I mean, to, I mean, they're great at that stuff. I mean, they're great yeah. at, like, marketing, margin. They're great, you know, they're compressing it, but they're making it up on volume. So, yeah, it's a, uh, yeah. It's big
1: business, folks. And for me, it's good to read this stuff so I can realize that outside of my little insular beer nerd world, it matters, and they're still growing, Yeah, which is annoying, but true. All right. That's our beer news for today. But are they? Yeah. (laughs) Tune in next week. (laughs) Wow. Tune in next week when Sully says. uh, All right. You see here, we brought
0: them all out.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Have you heard about Spark (laughs) Ale, JP?
0: No, I haven't. Uh, Isn't that the Golden Roads new uh, 15-pack? No. Oh. Oh.
1: Oh. All right. What was our Twitter game today?
0: (laughs) If you haven't heard enough from Sully, you're going to hear a little bit more. (laughs) Uh, Sully's writing a cookbook, and he needs recommendations for dish names or dishes. I don't know. He wasn't very clear to me in his email before Mm. the show. So uh, I blame him. All right. All right. All right. First up, uh, Joshua says uh, this dish is called Nico Hates Justin Hot Dish.
1: Nico does hate me, and that's yeah. a great dish name. Okay. I feel like it. All
0: because, right. Oh. It's, a, it's a lovely dish made with generous amounts of salt and spite. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do to Nico? I don't know.
1: I don't know it existed, either. But... It just happened at one point in our lives yeah, where He we was be- talking to Nico, and he went. <gasps>
0: and that was
1: <laughs> it. Yeah. Breathing. It's yeah. just. It's so he thinks he wanted to pretend. Yeah. That I don't know, but I knew very <laughs> early on. Mm. It's like, wow, well, this guy just this, does not like me.
4: He would say to me, is. Is Justin coming over, Sean? (laughs) He he might. Uh, I have to go wash the trees.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or Sully like Sully's Sully's not just a friend. Sully's like a fan, so he'll invite me to do events and things too. And and he's like, "Oh, okay. Justin's doing this event with us. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. (laughs) This is like that. Okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) Uh, Ben the Brewer says Sully's famous aged sausage platter called it works enough. I think it's a penis joke, but I don't know. I, it might be. I don't know.
1: Let I me mean, check. I like it. That's a good one.
0: Brian King says, uh, "Have you had it in the can? Beer can chicken." Okay, I like this. That pretty, uh, pretty there. Uh, Ramsey says, "Bitter American, a hop and grain salad with a dressing of JP's tears." <laughs> Which I have Hang a lot on. of. Tears. I gotta let that yeah. sink in. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'll write down.
0: Sure, man. Why not? What do you got to lose? Ink? Right. Ink is cheap. You write it off. Uh, Austin says, the back in black... It description re- its description reads: This will make a wonderfully dark dish that you can then take away and never serve again. Because <laughs> they're killing back. And yeah,
4: black. it's gone. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. No, let's yeah. not talk about that. That, that would be- see- oh. stay on the
0: game. Stay on the game.
4: Yeah. Even, That's a fan. Oh, I don't like didn't even pay
1: attention. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll take that off the list. Right. Have,
0: Justin, have you heard of Back in Black?
1: <laughs> <laughs> the ACDC song?
0: Sure. Yeah, yeah that one. Uh, never gets played. Uh, and then finally, Scotty <laughs> writes in and says, Uh-oh. "Watch out." It's made with real monk. Hmm. That's a dish. Watch
1: out. Made, uh, I hear you. Okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I heard it. All
1: right. All right. I wrote down four. <laughs>
0: okay. <win
3: presence. laughs> Pretty good. Yeah.
1: I mean, for that topic. I, <laughs> That's,
0: I mean, hey, man, but you're awesome. It was good. wordy.
1: What? That shit worked out good. All yeah, right. All right. I'll, my paraphrasing, as I always do, Nico hates Justin. Yep. It's the first one. Nico
0: <laughs> hates Justin. Hot dish. Hot dish. Hot dish.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, served cold.
0: <laughs> That's the twist.
1: Aged sausage.
0: Okay. Yeah, wor- yeah,
1: yeah. It works enough. It
0: works enough. enough. All right.
1: Those are my top two, I got to say, right there. Okay. Um, have you had it in a can? Yeah,
0: I like that one. It's yeah. pretty on the nose. Yeah. But, you know,
1: so good. It goes with Sully's branding. I feel, <laughs> yeah. like. You yeah, know? I
0: feel like it's right so, in It's line. on point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then finally, uh, bitter American doused with JP's tears. Okay. Is, I, is that basically it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I did like the back in black because uh, uh, from Austin, mm-hmm. it's very clearly a, a someone who is. It's tied in with Sully's product line, and product it's very, very bitter.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, brand. Oh, I beer, see. Beer, mm-hmm. beer, product, beer. Yeah,
0: beer, right. beer, beer, beer product line.
1: <laughs> no, that one's out. Okay, I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm looking out for Sully here. Okay. Go. Thank you. All right. Remember, it's like, like, Matt was okay. For example, Matt right. was okay with me being mad about Pill 31 being gone, and I yeah. can talk about it on the air. Yeah. David Walker, not so much. He was kind of like, could you guys shut the fuck up a little bit? <laughs> 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 Did we have to make such a big thing about this beer mm, disappearing? No. So I'm going to look out for Sully. Back in black. I mean, right. mm,
4: mm. You can talk all you want about it, because one day it might come back.
1: Oh. black. Back in black.
4: Oh. Back, oh. And back. <laughs> back is back! <laughs> we're working on the name, yeah. don't worry. That was just, I was just, just floating that one out yeah, there. Gonna,
1: Your little test gonna, audience we're there. We're to go, black is back, no, we can't uh-huh. use that one. Back is black? Back is black, no, Maybe, that's not gonna work. sort of. Yeah. Back in, back in black, just yeah, like it yeah. ever was. Back right. again in black? Back right. again. Right. again. <laughs> We're Let's Still vote. here in black? Uh, everybody raise your hand. Everybody gets to vote on the four. So once again, a recap. Nico hates Justin is one. Uh, aged sausage. It works just enough. Uh, have you had <laughs> it in the can? And bitter American uh, doused in JP's tears. Those cool. are your four choices. Raise your hand if it's Nico hates Justin. Hot dish. Uh, that's four. one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Oh, five. That's Bev a winner. Two <laughs> I
0: already won. Right. Yeah. I already won. Bev gets two
1: votes, so she could still tie it, right? Okay, she could tie it. Uh, Aid sausage. It works enough. That's four. Yeah. That's Bev's other vote, oh, which okay. means Nico Hates Justin is the winning know, recipe. Yeah. Right there.
0: And how about this? Uh, last week, Josh, uh, the, the Josh, the same one who won, was the last entry mm. that I recorded. Today, he was the first. And he won. Okay. Mm. So we did that. Uh,
4: That's fascinating. (laughs) I have have no idea what that means. I don't know, man. Brain based sugars. I mean,
1: keep trying. (laughs) all right i think we're done right sure dude we are done marcus thanks again for being here thank you for having me appreciate Most it appreciate it for bucket list item for sure oh that's cool yeah nice. you said you're a Bruce strong listener yeah, right so
5: when i first started home brewing what seven years ago okay like Bruce strong was literally what i used to listen to all day at Citibank, like in my headphones so nice, nice sunday sessions sour note all that type of stuff
1: so oh man Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here.
4: Yeah, Marcus, I mean, honestly, you're part of the new wave, man. You're doing good stuff. You're making great beer. Yeah, you are.
1: So, uh, Crap Brewers Conference in San Antonio. Uh, Antonio. I know that's a little little ways
4: away, but we'll be there. We're planning right now. We're making flights and hotel plans now.
1: (laughs) Next April. um, And just go check them out at weatheredsouls.beer. Uh, it's good stuff. You're gonna to want to go find it and, and drink it. Uh, also, good luck and, and well wishes to your family, who I love very much. They're such nice people all the time. Except even Terrence, Terrence. No. even even <laughs>
5: Terrence. Yeah. even Terrence, you guys got to get brewing go again. Get yeah. Yeah. that recipe.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, try right. it, man. I'll, I'll Lean it into it. It was fun to talk to every single one of you, so thanks for for doing all that. Next week on the show, Toasted Barrel is on the program. Um, I don't even know where they're from, but we'll.
3: <laughs> Great figure, host, figure best host out. on the internet.
1: Next year, you, you next talk? month, next week. I don't know.
2: I, I might be making that up, but I think Utah.
1: You the are you usually you.
4: with the yeah. question, yeah. answer.
1: By the way, my producer is always worse than me. Even <laughs> um, you,
2: Utah. I didn't reach out to this story. This is JP's baby.
1: I see.
4: JP knows that.
1: Oh, that's right. The yeah, Br- Lynn yeah, so from top to barrel, dude. Our yeah. new motto. The Network. <laughs> Who can we pass the buck to? Yeah. I mean, that Salt is the uh, Lynn
0: will be in studio. Okay. Flying out for just for this show.
1: Is that right? I might not be here. I got to talk to you about that after that. Oh, man. (laughs) I gotta go back to Colorado. We'll talk.
0: You have to. You don't. You don't gotta.
1: I do. The question is: Do I drive it? I have to drive, and I, how fast oh. do I want to drive? Very I, fast. You need me. Okay. We'll talk about <laughs> the breaks. You. My catch. Toast on fire. and barrel on the program next week, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be wonderful. No matter what happens, yeah. it'll be great. I'm I'm certain of it. They're uh,
0: big beer uh, brewing network listener. Beer network. The beer brewers network listener.
1: <laughs> okay, I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. back. <laughs>
0: They're back. <laughs> Again.
1: I will say this: We are kind of back. Okay. The feedback I got at at the homebrewers conference, and I've been getting from listeners. I think you see it kind of in the feedback. We're back on our stride, JP. Okay. Now I don't know about these guys over here, the beardy and whatever. <laughs> no, 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 no. You and I though, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're back yeah, on we're top. Really, we we're are? back on our stride. Hey, what oh. about me? Uh, you're all right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: also, Salt Lake City, Utah. <laughs> I, <laughs> just,
1: I nailed it. I just okay. said
0: that five minutes ago. No, in, when you talk.
1: In all seriousness, the whole thing bringing in Sully and Pasudi, and uh, everyone's yeah, yeah. been on top of their game lately, and I got a lot of really good and positive feedback. So I'm proud of all of you. Cool. Uh, not that we ever left per se, but you know. These things can ebb hey man, and flow. We're, four, have. we're have fourteen years into yeah, this thing.
4: Sometimes you know, and we're uh,
1: teenagers li- we are. at yeah. listening, that's about where we are. Right, yeah. uh-huh. And the listeners gave me a lot of good feedback about where we're at. So good job, oh, good. everybody.
0: Good. I'm sure that was really comfortable to hear. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. I know midlife crisis. Yeah. Thank you. Can I give you some <laughs> feedback? <laughs> you? <laughs> no, <Okay>. I'm drunk. <laughs> All right, take us away, JP. We're getting out of here. Call me Calgon. I'll take you away.
0: Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home. by going to morebeer.com. Marcus from Weathered Souls Brewing Company in San Antonio, Texas, flew out and joined us in the studio to talk sours, stouts, and how to greet your family properly. Check them out over at weathersouls.beer. Head over to etsy.com slash coveers and buy some of my Disneyland-themed crap so I can pay for my brain transplant that I desperately need. Get on Twitter for some good beer inside and homebrew info. And Follow Nate Smith at Nathan Homebrew, Mike McDowell at TC, McD. Warren is stuck over at Another Beardy. JP knows Twitter's dead, so he's on Instagram at Major Jip. Sully is there as well at Sean O'Sullivan. And you can find Bebo there at Beverly M. Moore. Be sure to find the Brewing Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: JP's an
9: asshole. Justin's a nice guy and when